Blog Talk Radio. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Okay, class, class, we want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie. That government overreach is real. What about you, Johnny? We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. 
Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like that's the most common first box like complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong with the produce. And they taste exactly the same if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like. But what you why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Hello, everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night, I fight for organic GMO-free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, The Wiretap, The Millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man. On rumble.com. Hello Freedomizers, I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. My, uh, I'm your host, Proof Negative here, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer Radio. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us. Today happens to be Wednesday, so we'll have Joanne joining us here momentarily. And if you out there in Radio Land want to be a part of the show, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into today's conversation. So right now, I'll go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Joanne, welcome back. Hey, Proof. Hey, Freedomizers. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me back. Oh, I love well, that rounding applause. <laughs> well, I don't want to give you the Nelson. What's the Nelson? Oh, you know Nelson. Hold on. Oh, I'll okay. Yeah, I do know. I remember now. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> no, I don't want that. <laughs> At least mm-hmm. not yet. You got to hear me out a little bit first. <laughs> then we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you don't know how many times this week I thought to myself that I should probably <laughs> I should probably call Joanne. There's too many weird things going on right now, and then oh, something oh, worse happened. Yeah, it is pulling out all the stops on us, and of course Congress is on their holy month or something, whatever. They don't work in August. They're not, they won't even be back till after Labor Day. So, but one of my big questions, Joanne, is why are they not putting a bill together to stop the Jack Smith funding? Um, I would, I would say that would be a reason to go back to work. They don't even have to go back to work. I mean, even the Zoom people don't have to go to work. We do have communications possibilities. Remember during COVID, they were signing bills that weren't even at work. They were in their underpants on Zoom. So, yeah, so, I mean, if they had to pull it together. But, you know, people can't be voting for Democrats and then scream at the Republicans to stop them. We've got to not vote for Democrats. I don't know if you you saw my post a few days ago. I, I wrote on a post that if Democrats want to support communism in the United States and ban things like electric and running water and flushable toilets, then you should have to live by those examples first. Right. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. And then I had a bunch of people, it's not fair. Why is it that you think the Constitution is only for Republicans? It's like, well, then don't don't vote for the people that want to take that away from you. Problem solved. Exactly. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know. They're just so blinded by the irrational loyalty to anybody. I'm disgusted right. with both parties right now. There's no such thing as both parties. They're all one party, and they're jerking us royally. There is no reason that this is going on. This is going to rip this country apart. However, there is a silver lining. We'll get to that later on. But... All right. The way things are going right now, and people are only getting half a story, there's going to be problems, big, serious problems. 
And it's not going to be among us. Finally, the people are waking up. I saw some great videos today. Um, I posted them on my page. That, that even, I mean, that the black people are saying, don't indict, or we're going to vote. When, and they're saying, we're going to vote, we're going to vote. And then I'm seeing people on the street, man on the street, specifically asking black people, you know, who are you going to vote for and what about Biden and what about Trump and all that. 100% of the people in one of the videos said they were going with Trump. They, everybody's realized. We saw realized. the same video. We possibly did, but I've seen I've seen a couple of them, and now, I mean, did you see the Jura, the Grand Jura video? This chick was smiling from ear to ear. She reminded me of that E. Jean Carroll. She was giddy and dingbatty, and she was just oh so excited for this two oh, minutes of fame. Yeah, she was talking about how, how great it would be to meet President Trump. Yeah, and and look him in the eye and say you're indicted. I mean, what does this chick think? She's some sort of hero, like she's going to get a seat at the table. These people are idiots. And that, that's the, the one table. in she's Georgia on the that, that's a self-proclaimed witch, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was worse than Daddy than that Miriam Williams, who I actually like. Right. Um, but, yeah, she just thinks that she's some sort of... See, you give somebody a little bit of power, and they think that they are powerful. She's nothing. She's a peon. She's a flea on a dog's rear end in the big scheme. You know, all she did was what the little puppy was supposed to do. So... You know, and they already had the indictment out and printed and had a judge assigned and a case number and everything a couple of hours before the jury even voted. Yes, and they've had about ten different excuses as to why they did that. Yeah, well, that shouldn't have even been in the hands of anybody who had the possibility to do that. That should have still been in the... It's okay, though, if everybody involved wants to to say the guy is guilty without a... Without a, a trial, I guess. Why? Why even right. have the trial if it's? Uh, why can't they just tell him he's guilty and not even go to trial at, at that point? Because that, that that's what they want. If you're right. going to have you a well trial where verdict. Trump can't even defend himself, why even have a trial? Exactly. You know, you might as well just go back on whatever venue you use to publish the indictment. Go back and just publish the verdict. Yeah, there's been no trial or jury or anything, but you already got the verdict printed up. You know that. Yeah, they can they can use twelve AI names, I guess, and and have twelve different faces of people that don't exist, and just say that the the trial that was supposed to be on August twenty second, uh, this is what this is how we we ruled on it on uh, on September third yeah, right. of the year in the before. Morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same as the vote count. And they did it at three in the morning and just came up with a verdict. But yeah. you know, there is there is another side to this and we are eventually gonna hear it, but it's gonna be slow going and there's gonna be this process and that process. But if you look at the list of people who were indicted, that's a dream team. You got Rudy Giuliani, they charged him with a Rico crime. Does anybody know Rudy Giuliani's history in New York? 
It was the number one crime fighter. He brought down the whole Northeastern mob with RICO laws. If there's anyone who's an expert on RICO, it's Rudy Giuliani. Yes, but my question, Joanne, before you go further, can they gag him in court and then then just throw the book at him without letting him defend himself? And if so, will Giuliani accept that? I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know if they're going to separate them. I think they should do them all together because it unified that, you know, one one for all, all for one. But Giuliani specifically, you know, he doesn't have to defend himself. He can just have a lawyer be his mouthpiece. But there's nothing that guy doesn't know about RICO laws. So is this DA who thinks she's something special? going to get in a uh, peeing contest with him? Ooh. Well, she's black, so therefore she has the upper hand. Yeah, well, she better be black and savant, because this chick better know her stuff, because Rudy Giuliani does. I know that they've been running around for a couple of years trying to make Giuliani out to be some sort of crackpot, however he's anything. But anybody who believes he's a crackpot doesn't remember 9-11 and how much of a leader he was at the time. And, you know, I'm not well, saying that he's Mr. Perfect. I don't he's look not. at him at, at, uh, as the 9-11 guy. I, I look at him as the guy that cleaned up New York City. He cleaned up New York. He was the, the prince of the city. Are you kidding me? He took down the, the whole Northeastern mob. He cleaned up the streets of New York. He cleaned up the graffiti. He kept the trains running. He, I mean, the crime was at a minimum. New York City was a safe place to be. It was our number one destination in the world when Giuliani was mayor. I mean, Ed Koch tried, but Giuliani succeeded. But when he was a DA, he took down the mob. That was not easy. And he knows Rico inside and out. So, you know, they want to think he's a crackpot. Good underestimate him at your own peril. And Sidney Powell, I admire her so much. And she's another one who is a brilliant lawyer. And she has argued in front of the Supreme Court. She's been trying to get all this voter stuff, all the voter fraud information into court with friends of court briefs and amicus briefs and all kinds of things. And they keep throwing it out because she didn't have standing. Well, now she's the defendant, so she has standing. And every single piece of information that she was trying to get into the court for the, since the election is now evidence, and she can bring it. And this woman, DA, who thinks that she's something special, she has to prove that the Georgia elections were not rigged. How's she going to do that? With all this evidence, how's she going to do that? Even today, evidence came out. And Brian Kemp, who's been saying, oh no, it was a solid election. It was clean. It was perfect. Even today, he had to say, well, maybe it wasn't perfect. You know, okay, there was flaws. We're going to look into that and we're going to correct those too. So if there was flaws... Right up until today. The time to do that was 22 months ago, but I, I understand why they did that. I don't know if you know or not. What? 
Do you know why it took them 22 months to, to get this into, into trial or into an indictment? Why? So they could throw out all the, all, all the evidence legally because that's how long the elections that, that they have to, that they legally have to hold on to stuff. Oh, so they let the clock run out on having to hold the archives, huh? Yeah, so once well, they dump the archives, then they can try and go back and, and uh, but, hey, we have some of the receipts still. When, when you got Ruby Freeman up there on video, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's very visible to see still to this day when, when she yeah. comes out and says, look what I'm finna do. Well, they don't have, even if they do have Sidney Powell's information, she's still got copies, too. She's not an idiot. Oh, I know that. Her mother probably got five copies. <laughs> yeah, I am, I'm extremely Sorry, impressed. Sorry, I'm going to be interrupting because I, I think we're on the same page here, and I'm I'm letting you go, but I'm probably going to interrupt a bunch of times. <laughs> go right ahead. I enjoy the banter. But, you know, I mean, Mark Meadows, he was the White House chief that of was staff. was dumb. And he's accused of racketeering. Did you hear the evidence? He made a hotel reservation. That was some sort That's of what way I don't understand. So making no... a hotel reservation means that you're racketeering. I, I, I'm trying to understand that. Yeah, I guess she thinks they're speaking in some way big cool code. <laughs> and but my my big question on all this though, Joanne, is mm-hmm. with all this evidence that comes out. If the jury is picked by Jack Smith and they're only looking for a certain person's skin color and, uh, and voting record, and uh, you could have all the evidence in the world, and if they still sit, say guilty, then that's it. Yeah, well, he's a real piece of work. He's over there jury shopping. Yeah. You're right about him picking it. He tried it in Miami, and the judge was like, hey, you know, you brought this indictment in D.C. Why do you want a, a trial in Miami? You know, we didn't we didn't bring those charges against him. You did. So you're you just going to pick up your whole show and move it to Miami now? Well, of course, winter's coming. But Miami, I think they might be in for a surprise. If you saw what I saw in Miami, then they are underestimating the people there, too. Because I think everybody in Miami showed up for Trump at court. I was there, too, and I was not even from Miami. I went across the coast. But I read one thing where this guy who the grand jury interviewed, he was some clerk or something, he said that Ivanka had told him that on or about January 3rd, she said, he said that Ivanka told him that her father had called Pence the P-word. When Ivanka was asked about it, she said, I don't remember saying that to him. Oh, even if he did call him the P-word. So I wrote to them over at the MSNBC, and I said, well, I called him the P-word, too. Should I turn myself in to the feds? All right. I, I feel bad having to ask this, but... Uh, we're going to have to identify what the P word is. Is it penis, pussy, or, or psycho? No, oh. he called him a prick. See, that wasn't even in my in my gold, <laughs> silver, and bronze. Yeah, 
You know, like what happens <laughs> when you stab yourself on a thorn? Yeah, I call yes. him a prick. <laughs> I called him that, too. Okay. So I guess I should expect a pre-dawn raid any time, huh? And Ivanka didn't even remember the incident, so it's only hearsay. It hey, isn't but hearsay is in right now. But he's indicted for it. Yeah. A lot of people going to get indicted for that because that P word was pretty regular on Twitter. <laughs> but let me. But I guess I'm just trying to understand though, where they're trying to get Trump for saying that they didn't handle the election properly. But there's evidence already that they didn't handle the election properly, and and somehow they want to chat. They're not they're not trotting out Stacey Abrams for questioning the election. That that's kind of weird. Yeah, or Hillary Clinton. She she wrote a whole book yes. about it. But they didn't say anything well, to her. And out of all these indictments, I didn't see Pence's name in it. You no. know, you got Giuliani. You got um. Let's see here, John Eastman. Now, he, here's another one for solicitation of violation of oath by public officer, conspiracy to commit forgery. Because he was a lawyer and he said, you know, they have uh, alternative electors. They always do. And then, of course, that was supposed to be fraudulent. They were talking about the electors. However, today, it came out that Pence knew about it. In his book, he wrote, let's see, I'll tell you the exact quote that he wrote. Of course, if I can find my magnifying glass, because I printed it small. Uh, here it is. It says, from Donald Trump, it was 15 hours ago, it says, big news. Mike Pence said, I met with the parliamentarians of the Senate. Elizabeth McDonough, to discuss the procedures for the upcoming joint session on January 6th. She told me that Congress always receives miscellaneous slates of electors every four years. And then Greg Kelly says, that's huge. It's a game changer in terms of information. It really turns upside down everything the Democrats said about January 6th. And this latest federal indictment dropped the fake thing. He talked about his discussion around the separate slates of electors. So that's a normal, actual, every election occurrence that there's alternate electors. So now they're saying, well, they, they weren't sworn in. But whatever happened well, to the ones in Michigan, though? I don't know. Those might be the ones in question. Well, those are the ones that got arrested. You remember that, right? Yeah. About two weeks ago? Yeah, that's right, because they, they were saying they were frauds. And they're not frauds. That happens all the time. They got sent there. They didn't just show up. You're not going to walk into that place without your credentials. Everybody's credentials are checked. The president was there, the vice president was there, the um, Nancy Pelosi was, everybody was there. The security is very tight in those instances. If you don't have no. credentials, you're not getting anywhere near any of those people. So those electors, just by, just, you know, by being there, they had to have had authority to be there. They didn't just waltz in. You know, but people don't, don't realize this. 
You can't just walk in while they're counting votes. And you can't say, I'm an elector from this state or that state. Or, you know, you, you have to have credentials. So this is all baloney. And I can't wait. I'm dying to hear Giuliani go up on that RICO stuff. I really am, because that's going to be fascinating. If you have any interest in law, those two, Giuliani and Sidney Powell, even if they don't say a word, their lawyers are going to. And that's another thing. They're going after the lawyers. They don't even want anyone to represent these defendants. Now, that goes against your Fourth, Fifth, Sixth, Seventh, and Eighth Amendments. Yeah, send the Miranda rights. Right? And Unless they just expect to, that they'll be able to pick your prosecutor for you. Mm-hmm. So this little DA, this Soros bot, thinks she's going to get far? Now, I know Obama put a lot of people in the appellate court. So they're going to find him guilty, of course, because they have to, because that's the process that they have planned out. And then the appellate court, they're going to find him guilty on stuff and overturn some other stuff or send it back for review on other mm-hmm. things. You know, so then you have to go through that process. All of it's going to end up in the Supreme Court because these lawyers are having a field day. And the lawyers feed off each other. This, you know, this doesn't even include the people, if you want to be honest. It's all about the lawyers because the lawyers... The politi- they donate to politicians, and then the politicians appoint them to different positions in the you know in the, in the regime, or put them on the courts, or you know give them prominent positions. If you look around, this judge donated to Obama and to Biden, and this other judge donated to maybe Trump or was appointed by Trump, and this one was appointed by Bush. Well, they didn't get those positions by not contributing to the children's college funds and all these political appointments are bought and paid for. And the lawyers that go in front of the Supreme Court, those are the big money lawyers. So all these little flea bags and these local DAs and stuff, they're going to lose it. They're going to lose it as quick as those Hawaiians are losing their property. So, you know, they're just a blip right now. It will end up in the in the Supreme Court, all of it. But that's what they want to do. They want us to focus on that. However, do you know what this does for Trump? It proves his point. That's what it does. Oh, it proves his point. It proves him innocent. It proves all the rest of them innocent. It turns January 6th upside down. It exposes the whole legal system and how they're all washing each other's hands. Even your defense attorney is an officer of the court. And it's going to show you the squatting order there, too. Like I said, these little flea bags aren't going anywhere. It's going to be moving up the ladder. There's money in this. That spigot's wide open. Those little lawyers are going to make a few bucks, but the big lawyers are going to make lots of bucks. They're just salivating, waiting for it to come across their desks. You know, this is this will make and break people. So it's like the Game of Thrones now. It really is a chess match. But it seems to me that Trump has some aces in the hole. I read a thing where the 
DOD and Space Force do have the actual tallies of the votes. Mm-hmm. You know, that might have been why the other day when he was being shown on camera going to and from his plane, he was wearing a white polo shirt with the Space Force logo on the sleeve. So, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he had on a white polo shirt, and it had the, the logo for Space Force on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear people say, well, maybe Trump really is still president, or, you know, maybe the military's in charge, and, you know, that's a possibility. No. But I don't think that Trump is still president, even though he was duly elected, and everybody knows he was duly elected. I think that's been suspended, even if even if the Constitution really did kick in, and some of these conspiracy people are right that maybe the military is in charge. But they would have to not have Trump as the commander-in-chief right now, otherwise he would be ineligible to run. Because if he's currently the president, this would be his second term. So he did have to sit this one out. But there's a lot going on in the background that we don't see. We're not hearing Trump's side or... Giuliani's side or any of these defendants' side yet. Everything is all anti-them. All the evidence that they've come out with, all the leaks, all the stories, everything is how bad these people are, how bad Trump is, how bad Giuliani is, how corrupt they are, how crooked they are. In the meantime, you know completely what's going on on the other side, and it's getting exposed with each story that comes out. There's more and more exposure. And whatever they say, there's internet warriors like you and and like me and like all these wonderful people with the podcasts and the memes, like even like Dilly and Andrew Dice are in it. Um, Breitbart's all over it. Everybody's all over it. You know, so it's getting plenty of attention online. People don't watch TV anymore to get their news. They watch TV for entertainment, and at that, they pick the shows they watch with Netflix and Fire Sticks and stuff like that. You know, they're not just randomly watching regular network television anymore or cable television. I think it's hilarious, Joanne, and we're not a huge station here. We've been around a while, but it's Mm -hmm. funny how many people have told me that they they follow me on Spybook, and Freedomizer is their biggest source of news. Yeah, well, you're giving them actual news and things to think about, too. You know, you do a lot of analysis here. And when you start breaking it down, it makes more sense. You know, it's like when we talk about what's going on at the border. A bunch of illiterate Mexican drug dealers and gang members did not go around the world recruiting millions of people and bringing them through entire hemispheres and across oceans and getting them out of communist countries. They did not do that. That didn't happen. That requires whole governments. That requires NGOs. It requires... We talk about the Catholic charities. Well, you give the Catholic charity money to take care of the immigrants, the more money you give them, the more immigrants they're going to come up with. They are literally recruiting people from around the world. And it's not a bunch of Mexican. You, does anybody really think that these uneducated young men from Mexico in these cartels actually went to China and took 90 dissidents out of there and brought them all the way over to the border? 
No. And nobody stopped them along the way. And none of these governments throughout the whole trek. Or that little four-year-old who died at the border. You think he made it all the way through four different countries up across mountains and lakes and streams and bridges and followed GPS and made it all the way from his home country to the United States of America and then dropped dead at the border? The little four-year-old must have been one smart kid. Do that all on his own as an unaccompanied minor. The hell out of here. You know, people who believe that think very, very small. You got to think bigger. And then Biden gave away the Panama Canal for a dollar. Now China's got it. But the base that we had there, they got all kinds of supplies for these immigrants. You know, and Mexico's taking a piece of money, and Honduras, and Guatemala, and, and all of these countries, El Salvador, even Venezuela, Cuba. Whatever routes they're taking, everybody's getting a piece of money. There's a lot of money out there. You know, that's another thing. The drug cartels make money. They don't put out money. That Moving that kind of human cargo, six million since Biden was elected. Six million people have come across that border. That's a hell of an army. And they used to tell us there was 11 million illegals here when we knew it was at least 52 million that we had counted ourselves just using the census and and the data that we come up with. So you add six million more. That's a huge army. And they're going to be loyal to the person who brought them here. They're not going to be loyal to the Constitution of the country. They don't know anything about this country. They've never tasted the freedoms or, or anything else from this country. This is all new to them. So they're going to just be confused and be loyal to who's taking care of them. And now they want people to quarter them in their houses. Those are soldiers in an army. And the governments are now trying to quarter them in people's homes. That's absolutely against the Constitution. I was going to say that that's what the Fourth Amendment is, is basically about. Absolutely. The Fourth Amendment. And once you get them in your house, you're not going to get them out of your house. And let's say one of their kids spills something on your new white rug, all right? Now, they're going to give you $125 a day to house these people. So you take in a family, a husband and wife and a couple of kids. All right, the kid spills something on your white rug or breaks one of your, one of your expensive knickknacks and you yell at the kid. Now the cops are called. You have to leave. So now you're getting thrown out of your house, and they'll put a restraining order on you. And then when you decide you don't want to play anymore, you're going to need an eviction notice to get those people out. And what court is going to go against the United States government and give you an eviction notice when you willingly signed on to this? You sold out your country, you sold out yourself, and whatever the fallout is, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, the government has a lot of nerve asking you to quarter their soldiers. Just because they weren't carrying guns and wearing camouflage, it doesn't make them any less of a soldier. Eighty-two percent of the people that came across that border are young single males of military age. They didn't need guns. You know, when you hear all these superheroes saying, well, you know, I got 
50 guns and I got like 10,000 rounds of ammo. Who are you going to shoot? Some Mexican lady carrying a baby in the river? Unarmed? This was smart. This was a, a very smart invasion. They did it without weapons. They didn't need weapons. Of course, if they do need weapons, so I'm sure they'll be able to get them. They'll be issued. However, right now, they want you to quarter their soldiers. And they want you to educate the children. And they want, you know, these people are going to be loyal to the regime. They are not going to be loyal to the country. You know, and I'm not trying to say they're bad people or anything. But what do they know? How are you going to and, uh, and to, to And to further go with that, I promise you... At least 95%, if not 99%, of the people that will take these illegals in are, are Democrat voters. Yeah. Yeah, they want a virtue signal. I am oh yeah. so wonderful because I have a heart and I have empathy and I'm taking in this poor, destitute family. Yeah, you watched. You're going to be the one destitute in a minute. And they take over your house and throw you out. And then you got to pay for lawyers, and you still got to pay the mortgage. Yeah. And if there's a restraining order on you, I don't know if the government's going to keep sending you a check. All right. I have that a bunch of different directions I want to go from here, and I don't know which direction I want to go first. Well, toss a coin, and we'll uh, just hit them all. Write it down so you don't lose your spot. Oh, I know my spot. Trust me. Well, let's go totally away from all of this, and then we'll we'll come back. We'll end up here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I want to throw a story at you that might be local for you. Uh, I don't know if you've been following this or not. Have you okay, heard of go. the Tampa Bay Rays baseball player, Wander Franco? I have not. Okay, this is it. interesting because... He is still currently involved. He's 22 years old. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend happens to be 14. Oh, my goodness. And he was just put on baseball's restricted list until further notice. He is like the number one Tampa Bay player. He came up as a, as a rookie a couple of years ago and totally lit it up. He's 22 years old with the the largest contract Tampa Bay has ever given out. Hmm. And uh, and so he's dating somebody eight years younger than him, which maybe in five or eight years it wouldn't be a big deal, but he's 22 and she's 14. Yeah, if she was 17 and he was 22, maybe. But 14 and 22, I don't know. You know, wait, no, no. I don't even care if the girl's in love with them or any of that. You know, I mean, people down here, they get married at 14 and parents sign for them. But, no, I don't go for that. I Well, he lives in the Dominican Republic, so that that's, uh, that, that, that's what he's doing. He lives in the Dominican Republic? Yeah. Is he American or is he Dominican? Um, well, he plays baseball for Tampa, but he's he's not an American citizen. So then he only goes by what, you know, the islands, the, you know, the Dominican Republic rules. And I think over there you can get married at 14. 
Yeah, I don't know exactly. I'm gonna, so I'm going to look that up. But no, that's not. I don't. I don't approve of that. Well, California you know, would he, be legal. Yeah, but see that that that's a whole different. I don't know. You know, twenty-two-year-old boys are stupid. First of all, but he shouldn't be with a fourteen-year-old. I don't care how stupid he is, and their parents should have handled that long ago. He makes um, what thirty million a year. He couldn't find somebody a little bit older. A twenty-two-year-old sure with thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. You know, he's probably a girl from the neighborhood. He's known her all her life. They grew up together, went to school together. Who knows? I really don't know the story. But in California, that was so old men can marry young girls. Yes. Because they're having a problem with uh, migrants coming across the border with, you know, 11-year-old girls, and it's their wife. So it, that's what that's all about it. It's not about a 22-year-old boy and a 14-year-old girl. It's, it's too bad she's not 17. They should hold off for a while. If they're in love, their love will last. But just stop that for now. But, I mean, this shouldn't even be news. That should have been handled by the parents. You know, I mean, he's not forcing himself on her. And who knows? Well, it's not race. They're, they're, they're in a legitimate relationship, I guess. Yeah, but even if, you know, hopefully they haven't consummated that relationship, but... Uh, I, I'm I'm assuming that they have, because that that's why it's been so, uh, so serious in the courts. Well, it is a serious thing. You know, you can do a lot of time for that. You can end up on a sex offender registry. Right. For that. I don't know. I just said it's wrong. You know, they they shouldn't be together. I don't care how in love they are. They can hold off for a while. Well, I doubt the 14-year-old is is going to complain because, look, I'm I'm with a a guy that makes $30 million a year, and he loves me. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's 22. He probably looks 14, too. You know, and then they're in love. I know, when you're 14, you're in love. Um, wow, that's a tough one. And maybe the parents should time for them to get married. I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to throw something that wasn't Trump-related at you. Good. There's lots of stuff that ain't Trump-related that we got to talk about here, too. But, um... What else was on your mind? What was the other one you wanted to talk about? I'm really stumped over that one. You got me there. Because, you know, I have boys and girls and grandchildren, and, you know, I was dumb, too. <laughs> I was well, I could parent. tell you about being dumb. Uh, <laughs> I, I, could, uh, I could share with you uh, what's going on at the proof compound. I don't care if everybody hears it. Is it and then, wicked uh, personal? Yankee's going to call in here in a minute after I get done here. I wanted to share the story first. All right, please do. So uh, I let my nephew move in here just over a year ago. Mm-hmm. He was 17. His dad was trying to find him a home away from their house. 
because mm-hmm. he was getting involved in uh, or too many arguments with uh, with everybody there. So yeah. I, I said I would take him in. My wife homeschooled him, so he was able to get his, his diploma. Um, nice. He ended up making uh, a girlfriend uh, maybe three months ago. Yeah. Um, he's 18 now. Um, he went from having uh, a decent size uh, amount of money in his bank. Yeah. And um, he was he he offered to buy my car. He yeah. crashes my car. My my car is not operable at this time. And his belief now is that well, uh, after I drive after. After my my car accident with you, um, I don't want to buy the car anymore, so it's not my responsibility. Oh. And uh, our insurance, it, right? because um, it, it could be fixed. It's not it's not going to be totaled or anything. But um, so he. Uh, he spent all this money on this girl. He took out a yeah. payday loan. He said he was going to give us some money on August 15th. The last I saw him was Wednesday last week. He put two sinkfuls of dishes in the sink, and then I never saw him since. My wife sent him a message a few days ago asking him when he's going to be home again, and he said, I'm already home. I moved to New York. Wow. Well, if he's going to be like that, poof, he got away cheap. Could have been a lot worse. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because whatever the price of the car is, you don't have to deal with him anymore. But he, well here's done, the thing. You know, a, he was making $19 an hour plus tips. He was making more money than me. Hmm. But he didn't have, uh, he told me he didn't have two nickels to rub together. Because, uh, for example... Every every two or three weeks, I fill up water jugs because we do the five-gallon drums, and I keep ten yeah. of them around. He couldn't even yeah. spare a dollar to fill up water. Uh, he already had a plan on moving, and he was bank- making bank. He, uh, he took out a payday loan at the end of July so that he could buy his plane ticket. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was already planning... But that's yeah, not we already how he had a it. family meeting before he moved. I already told everybody what he was going to do, and then my brother asked him about it. Uh, my other brother here that they they, <coughs> they talk a lot, and he said, "Yeah, <laughs> proof, proof." And his his wife thinks I'm going to skip on them without doing what I what I said I was going to do. And, and then he, he did. skipped out on you. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah, that we, happens we a lot. called a meeting. Yeah. Well, you know, to keep the peace, you know, just tell them you expect him to reimburse you whatever the price to repair the car. Get it fixed, sell it anyhow. But, you know, don't let it ruin your family. Don't let it ruin the love. But he owes you. He does owe you. And until he pays up, he'll continue to owe you. But you did get yeah, away too, because you don't you get know, a second opportunity to uh, 
you don't get a second opportunity to screw me over, though. So if you want to come by no. and stay at a hotel and, and visit, uh, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just um, – I just don't believe in giving up a $50,000 an hour or a year job so you can make $10 an hour and pay way more in taxes and, and not have a place to stay. But that's just me. Well, you know, he's going to find out the hard way yeah. that, you know, you're going to have to adult now. Adulting is not easy, dear. No. So, you know, wish him well and just go on about your business. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't ask him for rent. All I asked for was uh, if you're going to eat a lot of our food, we just expect that you're going to chip in a few bucks when... Uh, when we get groceries and you write down what it is that you want us to buy you and we'll get it right. for you. I'm not yeah, hard well, to deal with. He does with. have to contribute. No, that's not hard. And you have, and he does have to contribute. Yeah. You know, that's part of the deal of living with somebody is you contribute to Yeah, them. You don't make more money than me and expect me to pay your bills. Yeah. You're not his daddy. Yours were made. No, no, I'll help so. you. But if you're, if you're at the point where you don't need my help, then I'm going to phase that out. Right. So now you got your life back, your house back. Yeah. You know, if the car is fixable, you know, lesson learned, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I don't want the bad vibes, so it's going to be a sold car yeah. here in a little bit, but. Yeah, well, you know, forgiving is for yourself, actually. It releases yeah. you with a burden. No. So what's Bianchi up to? I'm not going to wanna... carry the anger. It's just there'll be, once the car's out of here, I don't really have much. To, the room is trashed, but once that, that's cleaned up and we repurpose the yeah. room and the car is sold, then there's no there's no bad juju anymore and we can move on. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, it's temporary inconvenience for long-term yeah. pleasure and peace. There you go. Yeah. Fortunately, we're not hurting, do. so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, and if there comes a time you when you are hurting, get a paying roommate. Pay up front. Well, we've, we've done <laughs> that before. Yeah. You know, it's better to have a stranger. You don't owe them a favor. They don't owe you anything. Strictly business. Yeah, you know, my big thing is you, you can screw people over that you don't know. and that, uh, Not that I endorse that, but I understand that more than... You don't screw over family because you don't get to it create... It hurts worse when it's family. Yeah. But it happens all the time. Families get torn apart by things like this. But, you know, he's young, he's dumb, he owes you. He doesn't know the value of integrity or a dollar. So, you know, you, you've helped him as much as you can. Feel good about it. Your wife was fabulous to homeschool him, so that worked out yeah. in his favor. Mm-hmm. And eventually he'll come to his senses, and he's always going to carry the guilt that he stiffed you. You know, he, he's, he's not going to be calling you and texting you, and he's not going to be asking you for things. So, you know, you got to weigh cheap. Yeah. That my father would loan somebody money, like 20 bucks, and then it'd say, you got my money after, you know, two or three weeks, the guy doesn't come back. And he runs into him, and he'd say, you got my money? And they'll say no, but then the next time they see you, they'll just like cross the street, or they won't make eye contact with you. Right. Yeah. You got to weigh cheap. You got to weigh yeah. cheap for twenty bucks. You never have to deal with that person again. 
Yeah, I don't understand that. that, Joanna. It's like when you loan somebody money, it's like they're they're empowered over you now. It's like yeah. I got over on proof. Right. And I just they don't never realize understood that. That it was a test and they failed. Could, you know, the money wasn't the issue. It was the principle. Yeah. Well, you know, let's money, see what Bianca no money. has to say here. I, I want to bring him in. Sure. I love talking to him. You know, uh, Hello, how you friend. guys doing? Hey. Good to hear from you. I watched Frank's speech. Have you guys ever watched that before? The one media that Mike Liddell sponsored and built? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah, I, I've seen it. I've, I've seen a couple of things there. Well, the day they had on people representing states that's doing investigation of the 2020 election mm-hmm. with audits and so on and so on and so on. And I tell you, it's enough information that they're revealing that Frank and flat out showed that Donald Trump won the election. I mean, like in Michigan, mm-hmm. they had like 240 some odd thousand ballots, which is more than, in one case, the voters. Oh, they're yeah. already, they're, they're starting to come out now that the 22-month mark has passed, and they're starting to, even in Michigan, say there were some issues. And get this, well, you see, here's the Arizona, thing with 22 months. Katie Hobbs. Anytime that, yes, go ahead. Anytime that that's challenged, the statute of limitation clock has to stop. Because it's an investigation going on, and whoever unless it's against Trump, then they don't have to. Right. Well, I understand what you're saying, but if you're investigating and you're trying to get the information to further investigation, and people mm-hmm. are intentionally holding it back until the clock tolls, well, that's just ridiculous. That clock mm-hmm. should stop on those ballots investigation until there's no further challenge and start it back up again for where it left off. Suppose you get down to five days. Well, you can't uh, do a good election and I mean a good uh, auditing in five days. It's totally ridiculous. So let me let me share here real quick that Arizona Katie Hobbs said she wants to take a chance at uh, at the Arizona uh, election in 2020, and and she's also saying that that he meddled in the in the governor race. Michigan is now discussing the voter fraud and trying to get some charges up there with Jack Smith. So we're, we're just going to hit all the all the blue states and we'll just run them around. Right. Well, and you know what that means. That when the opportunity presents itself, you got to do the same thing to them. Tit for tat. Well, they, I guess they they expect that they're going to be able to get away with this. Because the average fool would know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's well, just did, the case, Proof. We're not dealing with you know, average did, fools. I'm we're jealous of the Democrats. People. I'm jealous of the Democrats. They're always on the offense and they stick together. Republicans, you can't get three Republicans in the same room to agree on anything. No. 
and they're not going to fight, and they're not aggressive. They're always reactive, not proactive. And Bianchi, you're right. They should be out there and, you know, doing mass indictments too. You're damn you're right, right we should. There's all sorts of information. And you mean to tell me that now they, if you complain about the results of the election, that's proof for you having felony charges brought against you by a county? Yes. I know. I must be conspiring with 71 million other, 74 million other Americans. We're all conspiracy. Wow. I wonder what they are promising this DA. You know, I hate to oh, say it, but I'm very disappointed in some of these prosecutors, black female prosecutors, DAs. They are being prosecuted. Was it the same Louis, Cook County, Illinois, Georgia, New York? They're being used. So, yeah, they are. I, I guess my my question about Georgia, though. Because uh, the the governor can step in, can't he? He doesn't want to get involved. No, because he won his election, so he has to say that that was the most secure election. He probably would have won by a lot more. You know, he wants to stand on that. Well, you go right ahead, dude. You are not right. And now... He's not eligible to run a third term anyway, right? So... uh, because if he's going to stand with the Democrats, he's not going to be able to get a third term if he was allowed to. Yeah, well, remember what happened to his daughter's boyfriend? No, I don't remember. Yeah, he got killed. They crashed him up. Hmm. They did a hit and run or something on him. That kid was killed. That was a message. His daughter was supposed to be in that car. But well, that was that was a message to him. So he's not, you know he's acting like a man whose family's being held hostage, probably because they are. So well, what's you know, wrong with asking a secretary of state to see if you can find some more votes out there? Well, when you have power brokers that come to you and say, "I represent this number of people, I can deliver them for you." Well, isn't that just about the same thing? Didn't Clyburn do that for the Bidens in South Carolina? Yeah, but remember, 3 o'clock in the morning, they deducted points from Trump. So he had so many points, and then they removed points. So those might be the votes he was looking for. Go find those votes that I had an hour ago. Where are they now? Well, I know. But but if Trump can ask for somebody to find him votes, and they say that's a conspiracy, well, what is it when a politician come and say, well, I can give you this, get you this number of votes out of my mm-hmm. out of my constituency? It's basically the same thing, promising two for something, and he was asking to find for something. It's, it's Al Sharpton's been selling votes for years. Oh hell you know, yeah. Yeah, give me a little something, something on the side, and I'll bring you 150,000 votes right out of my district. But, you know, if you deduct 20,000 votes from Trump and he makes a phone call and says, hey, find those 20,000 votes, you know, that's not go out and find me votes. Put my votes back that were there a minute ago. 
You know, if you, if you deduct 20,000 votes, put them back. Yeah. When you're and that tallying... Goes, that goes to yeah. show you how lousy the software is. This proprietary software that Dominion mm-hmm. has legality over. Right. It's being manipulated, and it's causing these changes. And, you know, this, from what I understand, this this began back around the Kennedy era. Mm-hmm. The same, well, that's what uh, that's what Sidney Powell's been to on. She's been on the Dominion voting thing, and they sued her because every time she went to court, they would throw her out for lack of standing. So then Dominion sued her for defamation, and she was fined $5 million. I don't know if it's under appeal or what. I'm sure it is. But they were saying that she was defaming them because she kept getting thrown out of court. But now she's the defendant, and she has all the all of the information that she was trying to get into the court. So now that she's the defendant, it can come up. She does have standing. This is going to be epic. And every single day they're going to be talking about this. You know, it's early in the game right now. There's another year before the election. And everything, like I was telling Proof earlier, was everything's against Trump. All the information comes out. It's Trump's bad. Trump did this. Trump did that. Trump's charged with this. His co-conspirators are all charged with this and this and this. None of them have put on a case yet. None of them have put on a defense yet. Because soon it's going to be their turn. And when this all comes out, even Trump put out a thing that next Monday... He's got some irrefutable proof, he says, and he's about to expose it. So he put out a memo, I have it here, with the exact words on it. I don't want to misquote because you know what happens then. <laughs> you get a midnight raid. But he um, he says on next Monday that he's going to have this proof that he's putting out. Hopefully it'll be good. Well, you got all these affirmative action DAs and lawyers. Ain't no telling. Yeah, well, they're just flea bags. They're not going anywhere. You know, right now they got their little two minutes to shine. Big deal. Then um, on the other side of the coin, you got these Secretary of State. They about as lousy as a three-month-old bag of potato chips. And we, did reports. we did reports on Freedomizer Radio about Soros' Secretaries of State project. And this guy, Michael Kieschnick, he's also on the board of directors of the Tides Foundation, Act Blue, the Sierra Club. But this guy was going around getting Secretaries of State into all these offices for Soros, and he was making mad money at it, too. He also owns Credo Mobile and Credo prepaid credit cards, too. So every time they find all these credit cards, you know, all these prepaid cards and stuff, yeah, that's Michael Kieschnick's baby. Um, And all those cell phones, he's making mad money at that, too. But look him up. It's K-E-I-S-C-H-N-I-K, Michael Kieschnick. And that Secretary's of State project, and, and he's another one who said about uh, the same thing that, I don't know if it was Lenin or Stalin, but it's not who votes that counts, it's who counts the votes that counts. 
So they got these DAs. That's what they're proving to us right now. Yeah. Well, but we've only heard one side. And it's going to be drip, drip, drip. And every single day, every news media is going to be around these trials. There isn't going to be enough oxygen for any of the other candidates. No one's even going to know their names. And when Trump comes out with all his stuff, I have what he wrote here. It says, a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete. It will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be a complete exoneration. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers. So that was a, a public release by Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, you know, the people that's, in, that's guilty of this, they need to be brought out. They need to be marked on their forehead, and they need to be shamed the rest of their life and rebooted the rest of their lives. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. And all these little peons that assisted it, you know, the ones that were double-feeding the tabulators, and, you know, what do they think? They're cool. They think they're doing somebody a favor by rigging an election, by double-dipping on the ballots, by putting fraudulent ballots in there. You know, what's in it for these people? What, oh, what is that's part of it, too, where, where they're trying to... In the Georgia court, they're trying to say that Trump Trump is trying to say that they were still uh, stuffing ballots and getting suitcases out while the building was closed due to a water yes. leak. There's video of it. Yes. It's all on video. So they're, trying to, so they're trying to make it sound like that video doesn't exist. What if, what if she video. says we're not going to allow that video in court? Then you appeal it. Because you know that's what's going to happen. You say there's a video of this, but we're not going to allow the video to be in court. So therefore, because we didn't allow the video, that we win. In the meantime, this is ripping the country apart. I know it's all the legal games and the guerrilla lawfare and the Soros bots and and the clash of the titans and that whole thing going on. But... It's ripping our country apart. All of it. You know, I mean, are they trying to provoke a civil war? Yes. And half the people who would fight in a civil war don't even know who the enemy is. But here's the thing, Joanne. You might think that it's ripping the country apart, but the more they put these charges out, the more that these never-Trumpers are going to see that this is a sham. Let Let them try to bring Trump up to, what is it, Wisconsin they're talking about, too, because there was a, a voter question about the, the ballots there, too? So you're yeah. just going to march Trump along all 50 states? Yeah, well, that's what they did. They opened up a floodgate. None of this has ever happened before. And then you've got these lowly local DAs bringing charges against a former president, current candidate. Who the hell are these people? Who do they think they are? Hmm. And see, it's the it's like Joanne that that you got the you got the people that that sell the hot dogs in the stands at the basketball game 
And because now that they're in the arena, they think that they could take on uh, a dream team of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Michael Jordan. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just because you're standing on the parquet don't mean you're not going to get steamrolled, kid, by the Zamboni. That's what they're acting like. Yeah. Well, they're all acting like circus clowns. Everybody's taking a crack at Trump. Mm-hmm. But it's not just Trump. It's Trump's lawyers, too. I can't wait to hear Giuliani and his lawyers in court. I got to hear this Rico thing. I got a serious interest in that. And uh, he's the master. So this this little chick with a C average in law school is going to go against him? Oh, this I got to see. And Sidney Powell, who's been dying to get this information into court, and she is SCOTUS qualified. So when it goes all the way to the Supreme Court, that's not going to scare her. That's going to make her happy. Well, that's what she wanted the whole time. That's what she wants. Remember she said, release the Kraken? This might be the Kraken. She couldn't get into court any other way, so now she's the defendant. Now they have no choice. You know, know, to tell you how bad it is, look at the interview with the juror. I'm sorry, the foreman of of the jury. What did you think of that? What did you think of this chick? I think that woman was dumb. Yeah. Yeah, the foreman, really? the foreman for the grand jury in Georgia, listening to her talk and and looking at her actions, she just ignorant, and that yeah. is commonplace in society today. That's another reason these people don't have a clue. Yeah, she's clueless, Bianchi, and her eyes were all bulgy and poppy, and she was just giggling and laughing like a twelve-year-old who just realized she's on camera. Yeah, I didn't, my goodness. And that's the form, that was the foreman? Of course they indicted him. She wanted him indicted before she ever set foot in there. And they already had the paperwork out and published hours before the jury even met to vote. But nobody's they going to pick that up, are they? No, they're not, the, the president's saying anything about it. about that, but he's not going to touch that. You don't put something like that out and just say, oops. The jury had not even voted to indict him yet. Right. And they already had a court and a judge assigned and published it on their website for the world to see. Yes. And, and this they don't, guy they don't is want a Trump mega talking. huge uh, uh, Democrat supporter. You know, they don't want Trump talking, but anybody who knows anybody is more than happy to talk to the media. There's more leaks than that. Mm-hmm. Than, but about like uh, the road decision, vote. wasn't it? It was about like the road decision. Who leaked right. that? Yeah. And that's another thing. Can we talk about that for a second? They're starting their trouble about abortion again. All right? You know, they're asking all these candidates about abortion. The answer to that question is... Congratulations, folks. You won. It is out of the hands of the federal government. The federal government has no business deciding anything about abortion. Abortion is not mentioned in the Constitution as an enumerated power to the federal government, so it has to go back to the people and their representatives. So it's actually easier 
for people to get their, you know, what they want with these abortion restrictions and these and, and non-restrictions, well, however you want to do it. It's easier to get your state and local representatives to go along with the state and local constituents than it is to get the federal government to go along with the local constituency. You know, because they have, and it's none of the federal government's business. It's back in the hands of the people and the states. So if Republicans are smart, that's what they're going to say. Don't ask me about abortion. It's it's not in my purview anymore. That's in your hands now. You have to deal with that. You have to talk to your local representatives and your state representatives about it. I can't do anything about it. And that's the end of it. Because that's what happened. But people don't understand that. They're still screaming, oh, the Republicans in abortion. Well, get over it. You want abortion changes? Change it in your own state. The feds have nothing to say about it. And I know it's a hot topic. I know it's a touchy subject. But the truth is the truth. And it was a very good decision. That's the only way you're going to make your local constituents happy is you you let the public decide what they want as law in their own area. Right. Yeah, it's a Tenth Amendment right. It's a state's right and people's right. You know, and that is in the Constitution. Whatever is not an enumerated power goes back to the people and their representatives. And the states are sovereign. So that's a sovereign state issue. Take it up with the state officials. Well, None you know, of the you're feds talking is about, You're talking about the baseball player. Well, if that's tradition in their country, then that baseball team has nothing in the in, uh, National Baseball Association, Major League Baseball, has nothing to do with that. If his marriage to her or dating with her is legitimate in their country, heck, it might be 12 years old. I mean, that's just their country. I think it's 14. I did I did notice something about that once a long time ago about something else. But, yeah, in their country, and if that relationship is going on in that country and she's not here in the United States or that relationship isn't going on in the United States, then the United States has nothing to say about it, I don't think. They, you know, the Dominican Republic is also sovereign. Well, if so American citizens marry a female, marry outside of this country, and if the marriage is approved in the country that they were married, well, then the State Department should issue his wife a spousal visa to come into the United States and not say that the marriage is bogus because the marriage is legal and it's tradition where she comes from. Yeah, but think about all of those um, Islamic men who are 40, 50 years old marrying 12-year-olds and 11-year-olds. Well, that was supposed to be the intent of, of why they wanted to have those right. kind of laws. That... Yes, to appease the, to appease the um, Muslim community, the Muslim migrants. Because you got 40 and 50 year old men coming over here with 11 year old girls saying it's their wife, and three other women that are also their wife. Well, they, they so, won't recognize multiple, but they recognize the one. 
And there ain't no maximum age, but there is a a, a lower age in those countries. So you, so uh, immigration shouldn't have anything to do if it's not um, if it's a legal marriage where the person comes from, where they was married at. They should recognize it. If they have if if he have a child with that woman, that child is an American citizen. Yes. But if that relationship's going on over there and all the parents and the authorities are all in agreement, and I know you can get married at 14. You can get married at 14 in Tennessee if your parents sign the papers. Yeah, if the parents agree to it. Yeah, so, you know, that that requires a, a lot more stuff. But here in Florida, the police got a phone call from a 12-year-old girl, and she said her husband was beating her. And they asked her how old she was, and she said 12. And then the cops showed up, and the social workers showed up, and everybody showed up, and this girl was brought here as that man's wife a year prior. Well, let me ask you a question. Why come the social social workers didn't show up in Utah with the FBI before they killed that man? I know. Isn't that the isn't I, that the reforms they want to put on local police departments? When you're dealing with a black person that's mentally deranged, rather than shooting, have a social worker or psychiatrist come out and try to talk him down. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. That guy, you know, I mean, they could have waited him out. The guy left his house. They could have caught him while he was outside a few times. You know, it wasn't like the guy was a hermit. He was out and about and driving and running around town in the morning. You know, you come crashing through his door. Now they say he pulled a weapon. He's supposed to. Yeah, someone comes crashing through my door. I hope they're right with Jesus. (laughs) You and I both. But here's the point. Yeah. Here we go again. Here we go again, Joanne. Why come they didn't check in with the sheriff? The sheriff may know this person. This stuff about the yep. FBI running all over the damn country and busting into people's houses, taking out your window with flashbang grenades, that's a bunch of crap. Check in with yeah, the Yeah, but you, you don't know if that's a home invasion, you know, or the cops or whoever it is. But now they say he had a weapon. But this guy was handicapped. He used one of those mobility scooters. He weighed over 400 pounds. It wasn't like they were gonna beat, like he was going to beat them in a race. And there's nothing so, illegal about having weapons. There is nothing then, illegal about having weapons. What the weapons. hell is a weapon? A butcher knife? Right. But he was handicapped. He was in his 70s. And he was overweight and out of shape. They could have taken him out when he went to Walmart. Or they could have, you know, just taken him out peacefully anywhere. They could have, you know, showed a badge. He's not going to shoot them because they're cops. He wasn't mad at the cops. He was so mad at the situation. So you're not supposed to threaten a official. Well, what is threatening? No. If I came up and said, proof, I'm going to vote you out next time. I'm voting you out. Is that a threat? No. To a Democrat, well, it might be. Yeah, to a Democrat, it might be. Yeah, I'm going down the voting booth and take you out of office. Oh, you're going to take them out? That's it. Bam, bang. <laughs> yeah, you got so to be had careful. 
you had a state rep in St. Louis area, Maria Chappelle Nadal, wrote on her Twitter during Trump's first term. She said, I wish, no, I hope he's assassinated. I remember that. Madonna said she wanted to blow up the White House. Another one of them comedians was running around with a severed head looking like Trump. But that's not a threat, right? Nancy Pelosi, no, not Nancy Pelosi. Maxine Waters said she was going to take him out. Remember that? Yeah. I will go to that White House and I will take him out myself, she said. That's right. She didn't go to, she should have been put locked up. She wasn't even probably uh, chastised by the House of Representatives. Look how many I times believe she Cruz, <laughs> Look how many times Cruz had been assaulted while him and his wife was out for dinner at a restaurant. Mhm. Yeah. So what you have is get a two, to that three, Sarah, four tier justice system. I'm sorry. Wow. I said, look what they did to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. They run a whole family out of oh, a restaurant. Yeah. And she's a I nice girl. That. She's a governor now. But she was a nice girl. You know, she, she she wasn't a punk. She was firm and strong and smart. But she wasn't a punk. She wasn't making a jerk out of people all day, every day. She answered every question. So what you what 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 needs to be done is for conservatives to treat them Democrats the way they treat you. I'm telling you, and their constituents. Lock them up. Yeah. You lock them up, they yeah, ask for water, back. give them hot water. You know, don't just keep taking it and taking it and taking it. you got to fight back. You know, everybody, when it's convenient for them, and they mention the Bible, turn the other cheek. Well, you only got two cheeks. What are you going to do no, when you run out of cheeks? They have four. you got to use the other one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, some of them are real cheeky. <laughs> Yeah, what do you do when you run out of cheeks? Then what? You know, even with Jesus, flipping tables and whips wasn't off the, you know, wasn't out of the question. Well, I guess they want you to offer your neck to the guillotine. Yeah. They want you to just submit. And if you don't submit, they're going to bust in some little old fat guy's house and shoot him up just to scare the rest of you. Wow. You know, that that is starting to take shape like another Ruby Ridge incident. The feds didn't like him, so they killed him. And it wasn't until days later that they said he pulled a weapon. Or don't you think that would have been a detail that you should have come up with first? You know, you, you missed that detail? Oh, well, he pulled a weapon. Right. Well, that's always the excuse. Mm-hmm. You come crashing through his door like a home invasion, and, you know, there's no police lights outside, no, you know. I mean, if the house is surrounding, you see the lights, and then the door comes crashing open, you know it's the cops. But they just boot your door in and just start screaming and flashbanging. You don't know what's going on. Right. Hey, I want to I wanna play a clip real quick here 
the liberal hive mind is somebody I've been following lately. And uh, they want to bring up the Trump, how uh, this whole thing in Georgia is all going to plan. Okay. So I figured before we get too far away from that. Let's please do. It's about nine minutes. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the Liberal Hive Mind, a channel solely focused on exposing the abundant hypocrisy of the left. Alright, so the latest Trump indictment dropped. There's a pessimistic outlook, you know, a negative outlook. I kind of covered that outlook in the previous video that I recorded on the topic. And then there's the more optimistic outlook. I think Trump alluded to it at some point. And in the morning consult that just came out, I wanted to see, because, you know, every time you get indicted, I like to check the polls, because... One more indictment that I think this election's over. One more. Trump famously said that a couple weeks ago, expecting to be indicted for the fourth time, this time out of the state of Georgia. So far, he's been indicted in New York on a supposed federal election crime, which even the FEC said he didn't do, and which the Manhattan District Attorney has no legal authority to even be pursuing or enforcing. Then he got charged on the Mar-a-Lago case over the possession and retention of his own presidential documents, whether classified or not, and of course on the January 6th insurrection, which he supposedly led even though he literally told people to be peaceful and go home. And now he's being charged over tweeting, watching TV, and calling a meeting. Every single case has no merit. The charges are completely absurd. And while it may set dangerous precedent, it might also backfire and backfire hard. Now that's the legendary scenario that I'd love to cover today. Let's first start off with the Trump mugshot, which has now been confirmed. It's happening. Trust me when I tell you we'll be putting that on a t-shirt. Let's talk about these bogus indictments and what they could possibly mean. If Donald Trump and Alan Dershowitz are correct, We've got some stuff to get into, so let's roll the tape. All right, folks, so let's first start off with official confirmation. Here's the Fulton County Sheriff telling us there will, in fact, be a mugshot. We are following our, part, our, our normal practices, and so it doesn't matter your status. We have mugshots ready for you. I guess Democrats didn't heed Chris Rock's warning. He tried to warn Democrats that Trump indictments would essentially turn him into a martyr. It'd be like arresting Tupac Shakur. Uh, start... Uh, talk about Adam and the CNS people. You guys really gonna arrest Trump? <laughs> Do you know this is only going to make him more popular? It's like arresting Tupac. You're just gonna sell more records. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> and you know, I think there's something to it. Let me provide visual. Let's use AI to generate a Trump mugshot. Something to this effect is going to be the most widely circulated photo of the next two years. You're going to see it absolutely everywhere. They're going to turn him into a legendary figure. And I think once the concepts start to really settle in, once people start to realize how fundamentally unserious all this nonsense is, when Fannie Willis, the DA in the Georgia case, is cracking up jokes during her indictment announcement, I will now take a very limited number of questions prior uh, to going to sleep. 
That's it. Was it all you hoped it would be? <laughs> when Hillary Clinton is absolutely giddy on MSNBC, celebrating, literally laughing, the Trump indictment. Very fancy meeting you. Oh, here. I so can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you, but honestly, um, I didn't think that. It would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. This is something... Knowing full well that she's actually guilty of what Donald Trump is being accused of, Hillary Clinton laid it out as Trump was set to defraud Americans. The silver lining is that the system is working. You mean like you defrauded FISA courts? You mean how you defrauded a good chunk of the American populace into believing that Donald Trump was a Manchurian candidate based on nothing but lies and paid for false accusations that you compiled into a dossier? Give me a break. These deep state actors can't help but express their excitement. Here's a Georgia rhino, former Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, celebrating the most recent indictment as our opportunity to get rid of Trump. Feels different. Uh, you know what? Donald Trump did his, did his most damage in Georgia. Uh, he sucked the soul out of the Republican Party here. Uh, he sucked the morality out of the Republican Party, the fiscal responsibility out of the Republican Party. He's, he, he sucked our winning percentage out of the Republican Party. He's taken everything from us, and it is our turn to take it back. Right? It's our turn to win elections based on the policies that we think we're better on. This is the prime spot for us to take Joe Biden to the woodshed and call him out for not running the border right, not protecting our communities, not putting our best foot forward internationally. These are our moments in time. But if we make this about the three-ring circus of Donald Trump, we will lose, lose, and lose again. You make a good point that... Th the whole thing is patently absurd. Fannie Willis and her gang of George Soros-funded DNC operatives, even the judge in the case, Another Democrat clown, wife of judge overseeing Trump's Fulton County case donated to Obama, Hillary Clinton and Biden, follows them on Facebook too. There's no way this whole thing doesn't backfire in spectacular fashion. And a likely, hopefully, best case scenario is the scenario that legal scholar Alan Dershowitz lays out. Well, first of all, that we should take it all seriously, the fact that there was a grand jury indictment. It means nothing. It's the prosecutor who indicted. The best evidence of that is that it was on his website before the grand jury even voted. Now, the whole strategy of all these four cases is to get a conviction before the election, even if they're going to lose on appeal. And so all four of these cases are designed to get quick, quick convictions in jurisdictions that are heavily loaded against Donald Trump. And these prosecutors don't care as much as prosecutors generally do about having the convictions reversed on appeal, because that will happen after the election, which only goes to prove what I've been arguing now for, for months. If you're going after the man who's running against your incumbent president, you would darn well better have the strongest case possible. And these are among the four, at least three of them, three weakest cases I've ever seen against any candidate. We don't know about the fourth, but it seems like it's very much like the D.C. case. And if you're going after the man running for president against your person, you have to have the strongest case. Otherwise, it becomes a banana republic. Anybody can prosecute anybody. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Trump supporter. But I care deeply about the Constitution. I care deeply about preserving the rule of law. And we're seeing it being frittered away for partisan political purposes. He claims Fannie Willis's indictment 
shouldn't be taken seriously by anybody and claims that the whole strategy of these four cases is to get a conviction before the election, even if they're going to lose on appeal. It's likely that many of these cases are going to fall flat, and in the end, Donald Trump once again in front of everyone is going to be totally exonerated. Anything else would be a total injustice and would very likely lead to all-out chaos, and I just have to believe that eventually basic logic and ethics is going to prevail here. The likelihood is that these cases are going to fail, or that they're going to secure these charges, but they'll immediately be tossed out on appeal, and people will very simply realize that the whole thing was one big sham, a big scam with an explicit intent on interfering in the 2024 election. This whole thing is likely to create a grassroots swell the likes of which has never been seen before. And honestly, at this point, I'm convinced that even if Donald Trump is successfully charged, if they end up putting him in prison, there's an actual likelihood that he gets elected while not even technically being a free man. I simply can't see it any other way. A Trump mugshot's going to be incredibly powerful. The cases themselves playing out in court, it's going to be a complete S-show, if you know what I mean. People are going to realize how laughable these charges are. Hillary Clinton and the rest of them are going to continue looking like evil goons celebrating the fall of democracy on their media tours. There is no way these corrupt lunatics end up with a W. I simply cannot and will not. I refuse to believe it. Anyways, that's pretty much what I got for you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like and possibly subscribe to the channel. You know that we'd love to have you here. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. All right, I thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah, that covered a lot of good stuff, especially Dershowitz. He's right. You better have the strongest case that was ever, you know, put together. But he's right again, too, that this Georgia thing is, like, redundant. It's, you know, and that Jack Smith was sniffing around in Georgia, too. So they're just doing the same thing over and over again, the same charges, the same this, the same that, just different jurisdictions. And Hillary laughing, she got a lot of nerve. She's got a lot of nerve. And Rachel Maddow, they are, they're giddy. They are just, you know, they think they're winning right now. And like I said, it's always been just one-sided so far. But it's about to change. And I do believe it's going to be epic. And there's going to be so much revealed. I mean, a lot of stuff has already been revealed. And it's enough to keep everybody interested. And it's, you know, just enough to keep the Trump supporters, you know, staying loyal. Because he is fighting back a little and is and he's trying. But right now, I mean, they're going to make him a martyr. He looks like the man's a crime victim. But you all know, everybody out there who's listening... There's only one man on the planet who can help this country right now. I'm not talking about Jesus Christ. He's not that I know of on the planet. He's a higher power. But I think maybe Trump has received some power from him because Trump is the only man on the planet that can save us. And it doesn't matter if you like him or you don't like him. That's not even important. We're not even a consideration anymore anyhow, the people. This is all no. guerrilla lawfare. It's like guerrilla warfare with an L. And it, there's no rules to the game. The only rule is there is no rule. And they don't give a wit about the U.S. Constitution. They don't care about the Bill of Rights. That's for peasants to believe in. 
the people that are pulling this off, they have zero respect for our Constitution. They don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, I'd like to know their name. <laughs> Go ahead. I'd like to know those people that's behind this monetarily wise. I'd like to know the names and see their faces. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's probably the usual suspects. Yeah. Soros and BlackRock and the Rothschilds and, and the Rockefellers. Yeah, the G-Lobalists. Yep. That's who it is. The World Economic <laughs> Forum and yeah. the people who pull their strings. You know, like I said, it involves huge governments. This involves global governments. You know, they're using the Constitution but they're not looking at it ways to adhere to it, to follow it, or, you know, any of that. They're looking for ways around it, to defy it, to harm it, to disregard it. Mm-hmm. And they're using it against itself. You know, people be screaming about the Fifth Amendment when they're all getting rounded up and arrested. But they couldn't tell you what the Fifth Amendment is. They couldn't recite it. They only know that you're supposed to plead the fifth, right? No one ever told them what the fifth really was. There's a lot more to it than keeping your mouth shut. Um, yeah, we're, we're not a consideration, and neither is our Constitution. This is much bigger, much, much bigger. You know, that one man can take down the whole planet of, of globalists. You know, it, it's not just... Biden he's going to take down. But look outside there. Look at all the money coming in from out of the, you know, all over the place. He's talking about Russia, and he's talking about China and, of course, Ukraine and NATO. You know, he knows what's up. And all these globalists know what's up, too, and they're all terrified of him. So they're just going to keep coming after him and coming after him. That You know, it's like a pack of chihuahuas. They're just biting him on his feet. But their cases are not strong. However, the cases don't have to be strong. Look at these judges in these places, and look at these DAs put in these places, and secretaries of state we were just talking about put into these positions. So, Yeah, but I also believe in the, in the theory that those that are looking to take free speech away are never the good guys. No. They're never the good guys. The answer to speech that's uncomfortable is more speech. If somebody's right. saying something you don't agree with, say something else. You know, don't put them in jail. But they should be rounding up people for jail like they did with the January 6th people. They should be rounding up all those people who were in those polls feeding those machines. You, st- you remember what Giuliani said about the, the broken lock, or the broken window, rather, mm-hmm. you know, and the, and the fair jumpers. Go after the small time. It'll lead you to the big time. So you start, well, you know, rounding up these poll workers that are on those videos, pulling them out. Put them in jail. And eventually some of them are going to talk and tell you who told them to do that. And that will lead you to the next one and the next one and the next one. You know, how long are these people going to stay in jail? 
like I said, what was in it for them? Did they get, like, money? Did they get to eat at a fancy restaurant? they get a gift card? What was the reward for putting bogus ballots into a tabulator? What was the reward for putting paper in front of the window so the poll watchers couldn't watch you? What was in it for them? Did they benefit in any way? Are their groceries cheaper? Is their gas cheaper? Are their taxes any cheaper? No. They only screwed themselves when they thought they were screwing us. They screwed themselves, too. What about the one video of the clerk shredding ballots? You have to ask yourself, now, why is she doing that? Really? Was she offered a better position? Was she offered, you know, what was what was her sellout price? Put them all in jail. Let them start spending money on lawyers. They want to play these law games? Yeah, get yourself a lawyer now, honey. Mm-hmm. Lawyers aren't cheap. Cost you ten thousand dollars for a look to look at a lawyer these days. So you know, stop putting the little ones in jail. And pretty soon, the little ones ain't going to want the job. Then what are they going to do? You take away their army and you take away their money. Boy, they're going through money like it's supermarket sweep. Something big going on with the money. Well, it's about to be it's about to be extinct, so therefore you got to use it up. Yeah, but they're grabbing up all the cash they can and and making it impossible for other people to use cash. You know, pretty soon it's going to be illegal to deal in cash. I think. You know, but what about the little waitress who, you know, on on your slip, you put a tip, and then the boss knows about it, and everybody knows about it. If you slip her a couple of bucks in cash, nobody knows. You know, you just gave the girl a gift. Maybe she can buy the baby a pair of shoes for school. You know, that she doesn't have to worry about. Or if you go to a yard sale, you know, how how are you going to sell uh, an old radio flyer wagon or a lawnmower or all of that? You know, regular people don't have card readers. Yeah, what about the panhandler? I gave a lady twenty dollars the other day. If it was right. set up where she could only take plastic, what was she going to do? Pull out one of them card readers? Exactly. Got her twelve hundred dollar iPhone in a square. And just think of think of all the crime, the potential crime, if they start using chips. You know, like you got a little old lady got a chip in her in her the back of her hand. So she can go to the bank and get her money, and she can go and get groceries. Well, what if a criminal doesn't have one? But he knows she's got one in the palm of her hand. How many people are going to be harmed for their chip? You know, that's something to consider. And if the powers that be want to shut off your social credit and your chip, and you can't go to a gas station and put gas in your car. Or you've used your allotment of gas for the month that they decided that's what you can have. So what are you going to do? Drag the little old lady to the gas pump? Make her pay for it? 
there's some devious things that could happen. Plus, people are not paying their car loans and their student loans and their mortgages anymore. You know, remember, all these landlords, they mortgage all their properties, you know, so they can buy more property, and then they had tenants, and the tenants stopped paying because the government told them that they could. Even though the government gave them money to pay their bills, they didn't have to pay them because they put a moratorium on evictions. So these people that own property, they still got to pay their mortgage. They didn't get a break. So now all these people are going to lose these houses. And you know that these developers are dying for that. You should see the people, the calls I get just from people wanting me to sell my house. After that, I get seven to eight of those a day. Yeah. You know, these developers want to turn these little houses into rentals or bulldoze them and, you know, put up big condos and and sky rises and all of that stuff. Look what's going on in in Hawaii. The, The governor is trying to already confiscate the land that burned. That's all oceanfront, beautiful, prime property that burned. If you look at a map of Hawaii... And you look at the area that burnt there, that, um, what's the name of the town, Lanai there? They, that's all oceanfront, beautiful property. But there were natives there for generations, and they had their little, like, seaside village and their little tourist shops and all of that. And they were older buildings and stuff. And it's funny how it was precision burnt, just certain areas. All prime property. Did you did you hear Alex Jones went into that today? No, but you know the more I'm looking at it and the more videos I'm seeing, and I saw a video today that the government admitted we have the direct energy weapons, and so does China, and so does Russia. And who's our biggest well, here's, adversary? Here's it might what not Alex have Jones even... was getting into Joanne. He was you know, saying it might not have even he... been. Uh, what Alex was saying was that uh, they they stopped doing the maintenance for the trees uh, because normally in an average city, if the trees are touching pole lines, that's usually not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they haven't done one cutting in uh, in at least eighteen months. So eventually when something happened, they were able to really uh, make this go. But they they cleaned up all the 1% lands, but not the the 99%. The the mayor shut off the water to that area. Yes, that was when it first started. They shut the water off immediately. And, And the sirens got shut off too. Right. And they let all the children out of school. So... Many of those children were home alone, and their parents were still working. Yes, and, you know, uh, and the police chief was, the, was, under, was under Sheriff Lombardo uh, for the Las Vegas uh, October right. incident that, that we covered extensively yeah, well, they keep years telling, ago. They keep telling us about all the bodies they're finding. They're not telling you that a, a huge percentage of those bodies is children. 
they released them from school instead of taking them to mm-hmm. a secure location. Instead of putting those babies on buses and taking them to the other side of the island where they would be safe, they just said, go home. And now their parents are all working, and these kids are home alone, and the place is burning down around them. Right. But, like I said about the direct energy weapons, what if it wasn't our government? What if Russia sent that? Or what if China sent that? I would believe it would be our government or the globalists because of the prime real estate that it is. And now the government's sweeping in to take it, and Oprah's making offers on it, and, you know, lots of people are making offers. And the land is worth a few bucks now. The houses are not. And if you see the way it burnt, you know, how did how did the houses burn, but the... But the Trees and stuff did not, you know, a lot of trees did, but a lot of trees and landscaping didn't. So smart meters, you send a power surge like that, the houses burnt, just like in California. Remember all the houses burnt? In Paradise, California, yeah. Yeah, the houses burnt, but the foliage didn't, the greenery didn't. How'd that happen? Yeah, if it wasn't touching the house, like if a tree was touching a house, it'll get singed up, but... If it wasn't touching anything, then it would be fine. And they said that it had all the, the high winds. The high winds would knock down telephone poles, and it would start grass fires. But even that should have been handled. When we have hurricanes in Florida, if the sustained wind is over 35 miles an hour, they purposely shut off the electricity so that doesn't happen. And then they don't the, uh, turn it back on until every place is checked to make sure so that when we're going to let switch. Vito in here while while you're talking. Go ahead, but Vito's on another line here with us. Okay, hi Vito, welcome in. What's Anyhow, up, how are you? Very good. You know, and they knew they were expecting those high winds. They should have shut off that electricity. And you're right about your sheriff Lombardo there. He was there for the event in Las Vegas that we did a, a huge research project yeah. on and turned out to be correct in every aspect. Little by little, that's coming out. We were right all yeah, along. Between me, you, and Kurt Haskell, we, 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 uh, we made it. Uh, that, that was the one story I could say we, we uncovered. Yeah, we sure did. And my team, my research team, we did amazing work. We analyzed every single video. Plus, we had people in Las Vegas who actually went up on the roofs of the hotels and took pictures for us. So, I mean, we had actual footage. And then they canceled the um, the cab driver. Remember her? The cab driver that was riding around town. And she just had her camera rolling. And you could mm-hmm. see the helicopters, and you could see everything going on because she just had her camera on her dashboard running around town. And you could see everything that was going on. She had the best evidence of all. And we did take, we downloaded copies of that. But they took that off YouTube. Yes. Right. And that sheriff knew exactly what was going on. He was a part of it. And he's a part of this, too. And he had no fire training at all, No, none of that. Yeah, this is no, but he's a good globalist puppet, so that counts. Yeah, well, this is fishy, fishy, fishy. 
it'll it'll come out, but it, it's going to take a while. But my heart is broken because a lot of those bodies they're finding is children. I would say most of the bodies they're finding is children. You know, you see people with the post-it notes and the pictures of their kids. Have you seen this child? And they're checking every hospital and checking everywhere. They they pulled 100 bodies out of the water. Even the water was on fire because the boats were spilling oil and gas. Yeah. There was no place for those people to go. There was no alarm system, no warning, not even a text. And, the, and meanwhile, the police were blocking any cars from leaving that area. Mm-hmm. Sounds more like a human sacrifice. Yeah. The more you listen to this. Unreal. So it's like but, they didn't plan it, but they figured, well, when it comes, we'll get it. Right. But too many factors had to be considered like you said 18 months they stopped cutting the trimmings yeah. and they knew they were in a drought and what about fireboats they have a lot of power in those pumps in those fireboats they could go three or four blocks in pumping ocean water on it difference does it make if it's fresh water or salt water pump it if you uh, look I'm at the sure layout the fire doesn't care right exactly so where were the fireboats It's an island. You know they got fireboats. Mm-hmm. It's an American island. It's not like some 1500s BC island. Right. Wow. They could care. They could care less about the people that live there. You know, they think that that businesses could do better and bring in more money. I mean, don't forget mm-hmm. that was. Uh, there was property that was taken, that was confiscated for tax purposes because they could get more. The government could get more tax revenue from uh, 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 yeah, from multiplexes than those single little right. houses. Rather than rather than a house, and the government agreed. Said, yeah, you know, you, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, so that little area with the cute little tiki huts and the luau's and the, you know, the. the Tea canoes and all of that, and all the whole Hawaiian experience, the tourist thing. It's all going to look like Miami Beach now, with high rises and condos um, and. Mhm. You know what things are starting to look like more and more now is Nazi Germany. Yeah. That's what it feels like right now because we have a, a criminal justice system that is gone crazy. Mhm. You know, Trump you was. Know, they, oh, Trump. they indicted. They indicted. Um, you know, people actually believe that Trump. I mean, uh, I go on uh, on what's the thing that Musk has? Not 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 Twitter. Twitter. Whatever he changed the name to. I go on there. Yeah, and Twitter, I, you X. know, I watch. I read some of the. I read some of the X. Yeah, that's what it is. I read some of the comments on there, and I'm like, these people are really nuts. Mm-hmm. These people are, are the same people that don't have a pot to piss in. If they got locked up, they couldn't afford any kind of a lawyer outside right. of, you know, uh, an 18B attorney, which is, you know, legal aid. And they think that they, you know, that, that, that you know, they're, they're, jo- they're, they're jumping for joy. Like, look, we got Trump. We got Trump. And, and I'm like, what the hell did he do? He hasn't done anything. No. No, he hasn't. He told people to watch TV. He told the guy, find, find those... 
you know, 61,000 votes you took away from me. I had 61,000 more votes an hour ago. Where are they? Mayor Mayor Giuliani is being run through the... uh, 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 you know, oh, I can't wait for all that. He did was, all he did was make a phone call. Vito, you know, like, oh, oh, I can't wait. The same thing. He just booked a hotel room. Yeah. You know, but, and, and but Vito, I mean, you know. honestly, what did this, what was said to the grand jury? What, how did the grand jury just say, well, if, if the guy booked a hotel room, how is this criminal? Right. Because it was part of a way yeah, this, big cool secret is, conspiracy is, they had. And this and this DA, nobody else in the state went along with this. Not even the attorney general, who's the only one who's able to bring a statewide charge. She's only, you know, from what I understand, she's only going, she's including other counties in her, in her, in her criminal case, as I understand it. And that's not allowed. No. She's only responsible for her county and her county only. And the DA and her and county the other counties wanted nothing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, Vito, you know Giuliani, and you know that he is the expert at RICO. He brought well, he down basically the whole Northeast he Mafia. The law, but he, under, he, he understands the law perfectly, so if anyone so can, what do you can, see can this, this little out. local DA, what do you see this local DA from some remote county part of Atlanta go up against him over Rico. I don't think it's going to get I do not think it's going to get that. Nah, they're going to throw this out. It's going to get it. You know, I mean, they're going to find them guilty, of course, at first. They have to. They're going to play the game. And the lawyers are going to make money. Then the next round of lawyers are going to make money. And they're going to move it up the ladder. And eventually it will make it to the Supreme Court. And... You know who's good at filing for emergency adjunctions with the Supreme Court is Sidney Powell and Giuliani. They're yeah, both SCOTUS qualified. All those lawyers are SCOTUS qualified. So this chick doesn't you know, know what I she's mean, up against. All these bubbleheads. No laughing. one has explained. No one has explained what went on on election. What went on election night when that guy took out the the the, the stuff from under the the. Uh, um, uh, the, the, the suitcase, suitcase is under the table, yeah. Out from under a table. No one is explaining that. No. Right. Well, here's the thing, too. Vito and Joanne, all yeah. your life you've been hearing black people complain about railroad courts, railroad juries, mm-hmm. injustices. And I'll be good no, down. Go. As, soon as, as soon as you get them in a position like... The person in New York and like this woman down there in 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 Georgia, hell, mm-hmm. they're just as worse, if not worse, as what they was complaining about. So they can't yeah. use that complaint excuse no further in the future. There's going to be big problems. I'm telling you right now, if Trump is found not guilty, and in my opinion, he hasn't committed any crimes, but they're going to say. You know, there's going to be people that are scared, and they're going to find him guilty. Yeah. And, and that's going to be the problem. Yeah, well, they are going to intimidate people. They're going to badger them. They're going to humiliate them. They're going to cancel them if they don't go along. They're going to threaten their families. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is for all the marbles. Mm-hmm. This is the globalists. They don't care about the people. You know, this is all for show. 
And these judges, these judges are going to have serious security, too. Because, I mean, if, if they could take out Scalia, they could take out any of them. Yeah. Hey, uh, Joanne, you have yeah. one more that wants to say hi. Sure. Bring them in. All right. We have, uh, all right, yeah, we have Joe from Pennsylvania, it looks like. Joe's a good hey, friend Joanne. of mine. Hey, Joe. Hey. Joe's, a, Joe's a very good friend of mine, and he's one hell of a researcher. How you doing, Joe? What's up? Well, they're going to try to get this uh, case transferred to federal court. They're filing motions. What, what, the Georgia one? Yep. Ooh. Yeah, that's probably what that Jack was snicking around for. And they say this is a very good chance. You know, his his, uh, chief of staff, he filed a motion, and Trump's going to go up and file a motion, too. Good. Yeah, see, it's their turn now. Trump said, one more indictment and I'll win the presidency. So this must have been the indictment that he was expecting. This one has the the rest of the missing pieces that he has to prove. If anybody else brings charges against him, like, what did you say, Arizona? Katie Hobbs? Arizona and Michigan and Wisconsin could be in place soon as well. Yeah, but those are all going to be redundant. No, they they want to make this a world tour if they can, or at least a nationwide tour. And just imagine that if they can do this, then Trump can do all these tour stops, and uh, and he can promote at night while he goes to court during the day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to spend a lot of money on legal fees, but he ain't going to spend a whole lot of money on advertising. They're going to schedule the trial in March. In March. Yep. Isn't that right in the middle of the primary? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Well, looking at his support, and the more they persecute him, the higher his, num- his numbers climb, and the less oxygen the other candidates get. So, I mean, the, the only one that's even getting any playtime, well, there's two of them, is uh, Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, he's saying everything everybody wants to hear. That kind of makes me suspicious. But yeah, I'm starting to feel the same way right now. It's like I, I like him, but um, it, it just seems like he's uh, he's. Uh, I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to prove that he's the best of what's left. Uh, but I, I don't think I don't know if he means it or not. Yeah, he's coming off like he's the magic man, so I'm, I'm, I got some reservations about him. And Chris right. Christie, he sounds like that old blouser that sits in front of the cigar store talking trash to all the old gents that sit outside the cigar store with him, talking about the neighbors in the neighborhood and doing gossip. That's what he sounds like. He just sounds like a neighborhood bully. He comes mm-hmm. out and he says, all Trump wants to talk about is himself. But when I was this, and when I did that, and when I did this, so now you're talking about yourself, bitching about Trump talking about himself. Yeah. His only job is to try to harm Trump. He knows he's not going to be president. No. But whoever's funding him is getting their money's worth. Because, I mean, he's just, like, throwing swings and missing at Trump. So can I ask you a question, Joanne, if I can jump in? 
should. Did you see that they said Chris Christie and Mike Pence are going to make this this uh, this first debate? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, would, uh, is Trump really going to do this debate? I, I just can't see how. No, he, Trump's he probably going to have a, a live event at some huge place. Or he's going to have a fireside chat and everybody's going to watch him instead of that. Right. If Trump's not on right. that stage, they're not going to get any play. The only time any of these no, media he should. get any he play. Should do a press conference during, he should do a press conference during the uh, debates. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, if that debate only had like Ramaswamy and and De Sanctimonious and and Trump, maybe because mm-hmm. there's nobody else that qualifies. They're just trying to put people up there, just to just to have more people go against Trump. At first, I thought Trump should show up, you know, because he's he's the master of entertainment. He'll he'll just control the thing, but. That gives all these people who have zero chance an opportunity to take pot shots at them. They're, right, they're going to do that anyhow. So why is he going to be there for that? He could take the attention away from them by having a separate event and put a, you know, just put it out there that I'm having this big speech and I'm having this big party or I'm having this big rally or I'm going to have a fireside chat or I'm going to have a friend of mine with me and we're going to talk about some things. People will tune in to him. The only time these media get any attention is if Trump is on that stage or the topic is about Trump. You know what they but, can do? That They could have Tucker Carlson interview Donald Trump at a, at a live right. rally with thousands of people, and that would get many millions more in traffic than, than what any debate ever could without Trump. Hell yeah. Good. That, Hell yeah. That's a good idea. Because Tucker's hot right now and so is Trump. So that people would tune into that. And Tucker is firm and fair, but he makes his guests comfortable. But he's right. no slouch. He's a very smart man and he knows what questions to ask too. So it's not going to be some cream puff interview. He doesn't do that. Cool. However, it would be good. That's a good idea. But he should have it on Marquis. He should have it all over the place, every social media. But, no, he should not show up at that event. That's no. just giving whoever's running it some air time. Yeah, Trump has nowhere to win on that. Trump, even if Trump wins the debate, what does he want? Right. Yeah, and he's got to share the stage with the rest of them. Trump doesn't have to share the stage with anyone. He's too far ahead. He can create and his I, own and stage. I, and I will bet. I will bet if he showed up that they they would give Bill Burgum or whatever his first name is, Doug Burgum. They would give him more time than Trump. The job is to take pot shots at Trump, not not to let Trump give out his plan. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he'd just be walking into the lion's den. Yeah, so all all everybody would talk about is Trump's indictments. Yes. And they're going to do that anyhow. But if he has a, a separate event, a whole lot less people are going to hear all the pot shots. You know, they'll see a snippet here or a snippet there on Twitter later. But they'll watch the whole thing for Trump. So you guys are right. It should be a separate event. And that will definitely 
lessened the viewing audience of that debate. No one wants to see it anyhow. All it's going to be is a hate Trump fest. Yeah. I do want to see a Brandon versus Trump debate, though. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. They're not going to let that happen. I don't know. Yeah, if, if you thought that when it was funny when, when Trump told the vag that because uh, you'd be in jail, just wait on what he says to Brandon. I know. Yeah. Well, he he's going around calling him corrupt and saying that he's, you know, evil and, and he's the worst thing that happened. You should see the stuff that Trump is saying now. He's gone full throat after Biden. I, and personally, I think he's being nice so. because he knows he's on camera. Mm-hmm. He's not letting the, the profanities get it, get the best of him. <laughs> well, he did call Pence the P-word, according to a guy who said he heard it from Ivanka. <laughs> See, and I didn't even know what, uh, what P-word that was. We had to clarify that. Yeah, it's the same one the rest of us called him, too. <laughs> so, uh, so, Joe, we haven't heard much from you. If you had anything else you want to share, go for it. Well, one of the polls came out tonight. Trump is at 60. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's unbelievable. Another one 60. has them at 53. So. Why even bother yeah. having a, a runoff with these people? The guy's at 60. I no one can catch him. absolutely not show up for any debate. It's not worth it. It's definitely not worth it. Well, they were hoping they could con him into doing one, and then they could really go after him. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, you their, know, that's their strategy, I'm sure. You know why? The Murdoch. Why? They want to do Trump in. They hate Trump. You're right. Murdoch, didn't he um, endorse DeSantis? Yes. Well, let's get that, that relationship has gotten cold. They're looking for oh. another lover. Yes, that's going cold. They're trying to draft somebody else. They try. Yeah, they want to get Youngkin, is, but Youngkin's poll numbers not are dropping too much. He's not. They want Youngkin. Youngkin's not going anywhere. No, he's not. He's not playing the game. So they're playing. They're trying to find somebody. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Youngkin's not going anywhere. He, he's not well enough known. Yeah, he had big wins in Virginia. But, you know, people like us will know who he is. But if you say Glenn Youngkin to anybody else, they'd be like, who? Well, you know why he had big... Maybe they could throw more money at Chris Christie then. (laughs) Hey, you know why he had big wins in Virginia? It's because the MAGA came out. That's right. What do you mean? Yeah, the MAGA and the parents at the Loudon School. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how young kids oh, got elected. The kid, that's the one where the kids, yeah, that's the where the kids got the sexually abused by a predator. All right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, the kid got, well, got yeah. raped by um, a transgender yes, and, and the only boy. one that got arrested was the parent that complained about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that lit the candle under everybody's rear end. They were like, oh, wait a minute here. We're talking about raping little girls now. And, yeah, that's not good. And teachers hiding it. Yeah, no, we can't be doing that. 
But yeah, if Trump's at sixty percent, I mean he, he's out of everybody's league. It's but you know the Republicans aren't ready to say okay, yeah, well you know maybe we'll consider the possibility of giving him nomination. You know they might pull a fast one on us, and I don't care if he's at a hundred percent, they might not nominate him. Can you imagine what that would do? You think they they won't fight the Democrats, but they'll fight us? Yeah, because that you know. And that that woman there, the Romney woman, Ronna Mc Ronna, what's it, McDaniel? McDaniel, yeah. McDaniel, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not too happy about the way this is playing out. You know, she's another one like that, Liz Cheney. So you know, they don't well, want I don't, him. I, I just and then can't they just, believe these people would rather lose uh, than uh, and even have the Republican Party be uh, extincted and, and have everybody that that's registered as a Republican go to a FEMA camp that doesn't exist. Uh, but they, right. they they would rather have that than have Trump. I know. That's how everybody much of a Everybody wants to Mike Pence themselves. Yeah, well, that's that tells you that every one of them is on the take. Every one yes. of them is corrupt. And they're all blackmailing each other. You know, no one wants to speak up. No one wants to fight with anyone else because they all got so much dirt on them. That's how they keep each other in line and they keep that machine going. They, they'll just, you know, hold, they just blackmail each other. Yeah. They pay each other off and they blackmail each other. And then, you know, you got guys like Joe Manchin. Now he's coming off like he's some sort of hero on the on the left because he's supposedly a moderate. He's no moderate. He's a little pissed off because he didn't get that pipeline and those um, drilling permits. They did him that he dirty though, for state. real. The coal permits, what? They did him dirty. Well, he fell for it. They, he knew they were going to yeah. do that. Oh, everybody knew he's that. He's a senator. He, he gets it. to read the bill last. Remember. Yes. He knew what was in it and what wasn't. Hmm. You know, it has to go from the House to the Senate and then back to the House for reconciliation. Then both parts of the bicameral Congress look it over. Both of them sign it, and then they send it to the president. So he's full of baloney, too. He knew what was and was not in there. But now that other people found out, oh, God, you know, those... You know, mining permits for the coal miners in Pennsylvania, that wasn't in there. And, you know, he thought that he had made a deal and he got stiffed. He knew that deal wasn't. He's so full of it, too. And if you look at his voting record, he's always the one that says, no, no, I'm not voting for this because of this is in there and that's in there and my constituents and all that. And he votes for it anyhow, every time. Well, there's another example. Federal government has no damn business owning land and issuing permits for the extraction and drilling of oil or mining. It should be up to the states. It should be up to the states. And the federal government shouldn't own the mines. Those are privately owned mines. What, What business do they have issuing permits to start with? If you own the property and you own the mine, why can't you mine in it? Especially if you're in compliance with the EPA rules and regulations now. There's no way you could be in compliance now. It's absolutely impossible to be in compliance 
whatever you do, they're going to want more. We have carbon capture. We have zero emission capabilities. We have renewables. And these electric cars are worse for the planet. And everything is energy. Mm -hmm. But Biden shut down all our energy, all our mining, all our permitting, all our refineries. China's doing all right. Russia's doing all right. Ukraine's doing all right. Everybody's doing all right except us. So now you know what he sold for all those millions. Burisma's an energy company. And the reason the Republicans ain't going after it is because Romney's kid was on there too. Kerry's kid was on there. On the same board of directors on Burisma as Hunter. Yeah, Pelosi's kid. Yeah, Paul Pelosi. Yeah, but all three of those are Democrats, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I call Romney a Democrat because he, he threatened to switch anyway. Yeah, well, he should switch. You couldn't tell the difference anyhow. But you think he's going to open his mouth? That's just going to drag his kid into it. See what's going on with Biden's kid? But, you know, all these kids, all they are is idiots. They were making money hand over fist for their parents. The parents are the one who control all that stuff. Those kids don't know anything about energy. What did Hunter Biden know? He was at hotel rooms doing crack with hookers. And he's supposed right. to be on the board of directors. Yeah, he's just the name on the account. He's not smart. That was all set up for him. A crackhead couldn't do that. They couldn't stay focused long enough to run an international business and millions and millions of dollars. And that guy, Archer... Devin Archer, I don't trust him at all either. He's a shady character, and he's too cute by half. And he was still trying to keep people away from the real big guy. You know, he was talking about Hunter, and then it was, I don't know, when it came to the father, except that he was on the speakerphone, and he talked about the weather. Yeah, the weather like the coast is clear, send the money. So, but remember who was everybody's boss. It was Hillary's boss, Biden's boss, um, the Howard FBI's Jared. boss. And, well, where do you think the money, where do you think Burisma is getting the money to be buying off these politicians? Anybody want to guess? Where? It's USAID. It's the aid they've been getting. Oh, yeah, USAID, yep. That's another thing in the IMF bank. Those are all corrupt, too. But, yeah, of course, they're getting the money, and then it, it's all going in a circle. Like I said, we're not even a consideration. They pay each other off. You know, Joe Biden's getting that money, and you know Obama got a piece of it. You think all oh, this was going on under Valerie Jarrett's nose, and nobody told her. Nobody told her about Hillary. Nobody told her about the fake FISA court. Nobody told her about the steel dossier. No one told him about Burisma or the Hunter Biden laptop that they knew was his. And we haven't even seen a lot of the pictures either, nor will we probably ever, because those are way too compromising. You know, I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene showed a couple of them, but those were mild from what I'm hearing. The rest of them look like. You know that that laptop was shopped around. One night I was listening to Hannity. And he was talking about the laptop. He says, oh, yeah, 
They were shopping it around to all the networks, but I didn't fight. I didn't take it. Like he was some kind of hero. Mm. You're a news media, and you didn't take that laptop? Yeah, present it to me, honey. I'll take it in a heartbeat. And I'll make sure I got 30 copies of the hard drive. In case you come and take 29 of them. <laughs> hey, uh, Joanne and, and everybody else here, I, I'm going to have to... Uh... I'm going to have to take over for a few minutes because, uh, Joanne, you know what time it's, it, it is. I, I can't let it go this late without having an episode. All right, guys. Buckle up. We're listening to Broccoli Man. I love Broccoli Man. I watched this one. So this one is The Wiretap Wants More Crime. So uh, if you're ready, Joanne, I'll go ahead and play it. Okay, let me load it up here. I just find your tweet here. Press play, play the commercial. Oh, okay, it started without a commercial. Okay, go ahead, I'm ready. All right, so I'll count down. Three, two, one, action. Right there, green dude. You do not have geolobalist's authority to remove crime from these mean streets, sir. We need maximum crime out here on this something that car. Yeah, that will not happen on my watch. Yeah, that will happen on my watch. You need to allow maximum crime up in here so we can act like Captain Save-A-Ho and then all the dolts and fuss budgets will beg for communism to restore order. And communism we will bring in. We are prepared to remove the 99% from this earth and bring our eye systems in here to replace you fools. People are waking up to your plans to destroy the earth. Green dude. Why don't you get it sir? These fools do not care. Look at how terrible Brandon has made the living conditions in America. If everyone list their houses and cars and they had to stand in line for 12 hours for a slice of bread, they will still vote for Brandon. Wait until we run Michael Robinson or Obama out the Debezis president. Even though Barrios Otra runs the Brandon regime, they will be more excited than a pig in slot to vote for Big Mike. Everyone knows Michael Robinson or Obama is a very nice lady. Everyone will be so mesmerized by Big Mike she can defeat any other candidate. We can slam our entire communist agenda down all yours tro-ats and everyone will eat it up like it has McGMO French fries. Well, I do not eat that GMO mess. Don't worry sir. You will eat all the lab-grown meats and impossible stuffs. You will eat as bugs. You will earn as nothing. You will live in a 150 square foot tiny home and will only come out when we authorize you. By the way you must always have on a bloody scam on that face every single time you are in my presence from now until the end of time. Never. Make me. Usa. That was the wrong choice of words, says Green Dude. Just for that unnecessary outburst, I am going to need to inspect your junk. 
please prepare to present your ice cream cone and your kumquats right this instant. I'm so tired of you stepping in it. I do not listen to globalist puppets. That is it, green dude. I am going to need less sass. More ass. Have I made myself clear, sir? I need less sass. More ass. I need to take a photograph of your junk and bring it to Glamour Shots right away. We need to make sure this is on file at TSI. I am going to ignore that because you are on the wrong side of history. You will be listening because I am on the right side of history. We can control your everyday lives. You are just a 99% dolt. Everyone knows by now that Brandon and Hunter committed crimes in the Ukraine. You know what sir, no one bloody cares. Besides, every time Brandon or Hunter is investigated, we just give Trump more indictments so he can spend more time in jail slash. We already rigged all the courts with George Soros back judges and district attorneys. We also control the media so no one watching fake news will know anything at all about Hunter's and Brandon's crimes. But Brandon created a pay-to-play scheme with Hunter with B. Eurisma in the Ukraine. Who cares, green dude? We created 17 more indictments in heavy Democrat-influenced cities. We will force the court to take this case and make sure that something ducker before Brandon and Hunter could make it to court. Besides green dude, we control the media. Right now Trump so far can spend 722 years in prison so he can never run for office ever again. And what does this even solve? You are sure are a dumb son of a bias niche. Once we arrest Trump forever, we can arrest all of his Trump supporters and place them in FEMA camps. Even though FEMA camps do not exist. Everyone knows about the FEMA camps by now. Is that so green dude? If that is the case, we will have to start rounding them up right away and put them in FEMA camps. There is no such thing as FEMA camps. How did you find out about the FEMA camps, sir? We busy's finna start rounding up people who know that Barry Sotra is gay. Why else do you think B killed his personal chef on that kayak, sir? As globalists play for keeps, yes, sir. Please, do your part to stop these globalists. If you bury your head in the sand like an ostrich, then they will win. Please learn about what they are doing to you. Please check out the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to mod night Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. You can check it out by going to freedomizerradio.com and press listen live. He has all the news you need to be aware of. With great guests and excellent co-hosts. Please check out Proof on freedomizerradio.com. Tell me what is the color of love? What do you see? Is it warm? Is it tender when you think of me? I see the color of love when I'm thinking of you. Has a picture-perfect painting of a love forever true? I don't, Bell. Eve, we have to put up with this. Don't worry, green dude. Everyone in the 99% will put up with it. Wait until we ban you something that cares from wearing clothing. We will require exposed kumquats for all.
That was a good one. Now they can make sure we don't have any clothes. You know, those FEMA camps, they really do exist. And they've been practicing with them. Every natural disaster, you know, a hurricane, a fire, a tornado, they set up miles and miles of these trailers. And then they set them up in like a grid. And they set them up like streets and stuff. And they have curfews in those camps. And Mm -hmm. they have people that ride around and make sure that you're not, you know, dirtying up the place. And it's like worse than a homeowner's association. And those people stay in there until they find other suitable housing or two years is up because they they keep them there two years. But after Hurricane Charlie, we had, it it was almost like two miles, all trailers. And the people that lived there, they were really like hostages. You know, there's no freedom in those camps. And you're right about that. And about this Hunter and Joe in the Ukraine and nobody cares. You know, I can understand that too, Proof. That You know, there's a lot of fatigue about it because it's been, you know, beaten to us. But it's not about Hunter per se, he's just a piece of it. It's about Joe. It's about bribery and blackmail and corruption and selling out the country and energy and money and war and war machines. You know, it's a lot bigger. uh, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but give me your thoughts on this if you can, please. I think that nobody really wants to protect Brandon, but they know that if they give up the ghost on Brandon, then what their assets uh, have uh, and what they've done could be pulled into question. So therefore, exactly. they they don't they don't get involved. They have to protect him to protect themselves. Right. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it, this it can all come crashing down around them. Bribery is mentioned as a high crime grounds for impeachment and removal from the presidency. And Joe Biden didn't do this himself. Joe Biden is not that smart. Joe Biden's been a huckster for, what, the four decades he's been there? But he's only one of many. Look at Pelosi and look at Schumer and look at Nadler and look at all of them. You know, everybody's, everyone that we just, I just mentioned is on the take. And it's provable. But, no, if, you know, one of them goes down, like Hillary said, if Trump gets elected, we're all going down. And if I go down, I'm taking you all with me. So I bet, doing you turtle, I bet you Turtle's worried about going down, too. Does he even know what bus stop he's at anymore? Did you see him seize up? But, yeah, he's going down, too. They don't call him Cocaine Mitch for nothing. You know, he owns a shipping company, and they were importing cocaine on one of those ships. So, you know, the boss is supposed to know about that, right? But Obama, everybody's boss, he didn't know about any of this. He's the real big guy. He's the one that gets that 10% set aside. You know, that, that mansion on Martha's Vineyard wasn't free. The one in Hawaii wasn't free, and the one in Chicago wasn't free. 
And these, you know, they, they give them book deals to cover for it. No one even buys the books. They give them two, three, four, five, ten million dollars up front. And then what do they sell? Two thousand books. So you know that's a that's a, a payoff too. That's just a way to launder money. But Obama didn't make that kind of money to, to afford all that. Wasn't any books. And you all know Valerie Jarrett is a shock. She's a super shock. She was his handler. She works straight for whoever's above him. She don't work for Obama. Obama was working for her. And none of this went on without her knowing about it. Even if they kept Obama glued to his games. She knew. But you got the FBI, the Department of Defense, the CIA, the NSA, the military, um, all these companies, all these presidents and, and CEOs, and nobody told Obama. Nobody. He just la di da going about his business, didn't know about any of it. That's baloney. Everybody knew about it. Joe Biden wasn't new in the Senate. They all knew then. And they knew that he was the perfect patsy. But yes, they do have to protect him. Because if he goes down, they're all going down. There's enough information just through him to take them all down. Just through that Russia gate and the Hillary thing and the FISA courts. And really, this is going on with the FISA court and these judges aren't mad. They were lied to. No, they were in on it. The FISA judge is named Rudolph Contreras. Y'all should look him up too. He's just as bad as the rest of them. He was just rubber stamping those. They got four more FISA warrants after they knew. That it was a hoax from Contreras. So that dude's on the take, too. So you can't even trust the judges. And not registering as foreign agents, but you're doing business with all these foreign companies, and nobody says anything because all their kids are doing it. We just mentioned the kids the Heinz Kerry kid, the Pelosi kid. The Romney kid, the Biden kid, that guy Bob Alinsky, he was too cute too. Everybody's job was to come out and say, okay, well, if we got to give up one, we're going to give up Joe. Because he can just say, okay, I have Alzheimer's and I'm all done and he'll get away with it. And if he starts naming names, he'll just say, oh, no, he's just crazy. You know, so that they will sacrifice Joe so you don't get to Obama. And then they got to keep Michelle Obama clean, too. Well, yeah, because you know, so uh, he sees a nice lady. Yeah, but if her husband is corrupt and he's the real big guy, then she hasn't got a chance in hell of ever being president. Maybe you know, she doesn't want the guy. job, but she don't want the job, but she likes being asked. Yeah, I think he's the big guy, though. It's possible. She's the brains in the outfit. She's certainly smarter than her husband. You know, her husband got pushed through on a foreign student visa. He was not an A student. She was. She's the smart one. 
I just think he doesn't want to be outed as a trans and uh, and doesn't want the drama around himself. That's another thing that came out. Something about his memoir and uh, notes to an old girlfriend come out and how he was fantasizing uh, about making love to other men. You know, and none of that slips out unless there's a reason for it to slip out. So are they preparing well, I, us for that? That's not normal, you know, you is might it? Not because be I, I've, with never, that, I've never once even had a dream like that. So uh, if I did, I would share, but I've never once said, hey, you know what it would be like to... No. I am yeah, happy well, being on Macho Mountain, being with the, with the, the <laughs> female that I love. There you go. You know, but maybe maybe they are softening the battlefield. Maybe you're not too far off. Maybe, you know, when you talk about Big Mike, why else would they tell us that he fantasizes about making love to men? And he told this to a girlfriend. In See, a I think that's the message. issue. I think Big Mike doesn't want to come out. I think that Big Mike is okay with having the job because she could... He could make Barry the Secretary of State, but I don't think that he wants to come out as trans. Maybe not. That could be that could be the biggest factor. You know, because are they ready for that? You know, maybe that's why they tested the water with the Bud Light, and maybe that's why this whole trans operation is going on to soften the battlefield. You know, because once you've accepted all of that, well, then who cares? Then you could say, hey, look at me, and then you're a champion. Right. Yeah, but if they normalize it. Yeah, they could it, come out and say, look, Barry, Barry and Big Mike were the champion of, big, of, of, uh, of trans rights. Yeah, they're pioneers and, and trendsetters, and they had, to keep, they had to keep it a secret because the country wasn't ready for it. Who knows what the hell goes on with these people? But. Yeah. You know, you, you know, you might not be too far off. I don't know. I can't say one way or another. I, I have my own doubts about it, too. So, But that could be part of it, you know. Nothing and is I'm a not coincidence. I'm not saying I know anything on that. I'm just saying it's, it's a highly suspect right now. Yeah, it is suspect. You know, it, it's been going around for a long time, so I guess it's okay to talk about it. And then if Obama's out there fantasizing, making love to men, then... And he's telling a girl that, supposedly. And we got this whole trans agenda thing going on. The whole country and culture mm-hmm. is all wrapped up in it, and they're forcing it on the kids and stuff to normalize it. Maybe, you know, was, you know, they accepted the first black president. Maybe they'll accept the first trans president, and he's a trendsetter. And, you know, and maybe you're right. Maybe they don't want to come out and say that. Or maybe the timing's not good. But there's some reason why she's hesitating, because otherwise they would have put old Joe out to pasture. They would have put Kamala in there as a temp. And Michelle, is, if she decides to run, you know that no one's going to get in her way. The job's hers if she wants it. You know, the, the yeah, nomination, I, not the job. And, the uh, nomination is I, hers. I think, I think Big Mike is the only one that could beat Trump, and I'm not saying that's a definite, but that that's... Yeah, I don't, I don't have, think she could... I don't think she could beat him, but she'd give him a good run. But I'll tell you what, if Michelle decides to run, they, they, they're going to say Biden who? If she wants the nomination, she'll get it. But if it's close, don't forget, if it's close, they can they could voter fraud that way out. 
If it's not yeah. close, then there's nothing they can do. Their number two is gruesome, and, and that's not even going to be close. And do they want to put her up against Trump? Because Trump's a fighter. And well, I, I think if not, it's, like I said, if it's close, the tie goes to the Democrat. True. But if she comes out and he steamrolls her, there isn't going to be a tie. It'll be a blowout. You know, he'll, he'll just give her the Bud Light treatment. <laughs> but I, I'm just worried, though, that you, you you had all these people that are disenfranchised with, with Brandon, and then, oh, look, a, a black face in office. Let's, uh, let's get back on the plantation because we love Big Mike. Well, something serious, some, there's a serious tectonic shift going on when they pulled Podesta out of their ass today. Oh, wow, he yes. Come out to a, he come out to explain the inflation bill, which was actually a climate bill, and this is the anniversary of it. And he came out. Now, that's a message. See, he was talking about the climate and climate change and all of that. But just showing his face is the message. Just like being on that phone call talking about the weather was a message. Mm-hmm. When you see Podesta's face, something's up. And she, he was Hillary's right-hand man. He was actually her handler. And he is very in with the Democrats. He's the one who's got um, Seth killed for his the emails come out the Podesta emails came out but you know he's a Hillary Obama guy so something's up he's not a Biden guy and he's definitely not a gruesome guy and he's not a gruesome guy but he is a Michelle guy and an Obama guy and a Hillary guy Hmm. seeing his face is an omen don't know what it means yet, but I'm sure we're about to find out. He was on talking about climate change and the bill. What does he give a damn about a bill that was signed a year ago? It's already in law. He didn't have to come out and explain it to us. There's another reason he came out there and showed his face. He must be taken over again because the rookies they got in charge right now are all blowing it. See, for a little bit, I thought that they might ceremoniously give the cackler uh, a, a little bit to, to be the next president so that person can can try to lay claim to being the first female. But, um, well, after Big Mike, they'll, they'll still need a female president. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't count Hillary out either. She was awful giddy there with Rachel Maddow. You know, I, I as much as I I want to say never count out the badge. I, I think if Big Mike is on the table, Big Mike is uh, is yeah is the one. If Mich- you're right, if Michelle wants it, it's hers. The nomination, maybe not the win, but the nomination will be hers, and Hillary will lose out again. But if they're all coming together around someone, and it's uh, certainly not by. Biden's That's going to be a hard sell, because I, I think people are done with the Clintons. That's a possibility, too. 
And Biden's all done. Biden is yeah. not going to be president anymore after 2020, but January 20th, 2025. Mm. Uh, by then, maybe maybe Xi Jinping will be the next president. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to consider, but seeing Podesta's face is an omen, and he's not a Biden guy. So that's telling us Biden's all done. They, they told you they were putting him out to pasture when they got him the new dog. And the poor dog is in trouble for biting people. And it's probably because he's flopping around like a fish and then somebody goes to help him and the dog doesn't know that he's trying to help him, thinks he's going to hurt him, and the dog will bite you. That's the dog's job. You know, if you go running at the master, the dog doesn't know you're trying to help him or catch him from falling. The dog thinks you're trying to harm him. The dog's going to bite you. It's a pretty dog, too. I don't know. I just know that Biden's all done. He's got too much luggage, and uh, he's already out to pasture. They don't even bring him out of, you know, out of his lawn chair anymore. They just let him sit on the beach. He's not. That's crazy. And then uh, that that no comment and uh, for that Hawaii stuff, and then and then he's basically ordered to go to Hawaii. Uh, that, that that's crazy. Yeah. How do you say well, no comment and smile? Yeah, well, see, that was stupid. But that's all he had. He was caught off guard with the question, what do you think about Hawaii? And he had to think about it, and he said no comment because he didn't know what he was supposed to say. He didn't have any notes, and he was they probably told him, don't answer any questions. There were people shouting questions to him after that. And another time he was walking to the helicopter. No, to the limousine. And he just, like, threw himself forward, and then he kind of, like, jog-stepped. And you could see that he was focusing. He was probably saying in his head, don't stop, don't stop. Just go to the car, just go to the car, just go to the car. You could see he was rolling something over and over, in his, you know. And the, the way he was Couldn't walking. Couldn't even just be something simple like we're working on something right now. I'll get back to you. Bye. Yeah. Or I'll have a statement later. Something. But no comments. Yeah. Yeah. That- yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're saying something like, I'll have a statement in a little bit, we're preparing something, you don't right. have to give an answer right now, but no comment just sounds callous. Yeah, it did. Very heartless and ruthless. But you could see he was just, he was he was not on his game, and he was just out of it. I don't know. This is just crazy, but it's about to get very interesting one way or another. And a lot of it's going to be good, but a lot of it's going to not be good. And we're going to have to brace ourselves. And we're going to have to find the others. We've got to keep unifying. And we've got to make sure everybody knows, the people, you are not each other's enemy. Forget party. Forget Democrat. Forget Republican. Just be Americans. We've got to call a truce. We're in trouble. We're not even a, a, a consideration anymore. This is all going around way above us. And whatever they decide... They think they're going to force it on us. But well, the, the thing is, though, Joanne, is that the, the black people and the Hispanics, not the illegals, but the Hispanics, are, are jumping off the Biden ship uh, like crazy. And, I'm and so the proud only way to get them back is to have someone like a, a, a Michael Robinson Obama because he is such a nice lady. Uh, yeah, they're, well, they're not going to go to gruesome. Replacing a Democrat with another Democrat is not going to change anything. 
We have to make sure people know that. Oh, but they, they're, they're, but they believe that if we change the window dressing and, and have Big Mike say, look, I'm black, you can come back now, that, that, that's, that's just the ultimate in pandering. It is the ultimate in pandering, and it's the ultimate insult, too. You know? They don't care. They, 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 as long as they win, they, they don't care what, how it looks. Yeah, well, they're making black people look like mindless zombies that can't function and can't do anything for themselves. They can't even tie their own shoes without the help of these liberals. They, a lot uh, of them are. <laughs> a lot of them are zombies. You know, I, I just find it highly insulting. You know, they, they they think that black people can't get an idea. I see black people driving by all day, every day. Nice cars, nice jobs, you know, beautiful families. Well, how'd they do that? Uh, these liberals are, are sickening with their racism. They call it soft racism. There's nothing soft about it. It's overt. Yeah, and if you don't vote for Joe, you ain't black. Who the hell are you to say who's black and who isn't black? I just wish Tim Scott was a better candidate because I would have liked to have had that rubbed in, in everybody's face. But Tim Scott's not the, not the guy. No, but he's he's a, he's a good guy. You know, he's he's right now it's Trump's. You know, this is a mission. This is this has to be resolved with Trump. No one else is going to do it. You can't just say, okay, well, Trump's gone. Trump's not gone, and he's not going anywhere. And this is for all the marbles. And if they'll do it to Trump, they'll do it to the next one. You think they'd be any nicer to Chris Christie or to Ron DeSantis or Tim Scott or any one of them, Ramaswamy? They're not going to be nice to any of them. They'll give them a 30-day hold, but that's about it. No, they're not going to be nice. They'll be nice right now. But as soon as they get rid of Trump, thirty days, and then they'll just attack him. So we just got to stick with Trump. We have to do. We have to do it. And it's going to be a rough road, but in the end, it should be all right if we all stay together. Good night, everybody. I I love you all. Vito Bianco Show. Bye. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Bianchi and Joe and and everybody else and without you we would have nothing here these other shows on the network go here tomorrow on the Pit Rail Hope Alive Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.